0: KCLR Live Sport, the AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship final: St. Mullins versus Fern St. Aidan's, with thanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub St. Mullins, catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus
1: available to suit all. Find us online.
0: You're very welcome to Netwatch Cullen Park on a lovely balmy uh, November afternoon here in uh, Carlow 17 degrees is the temperature here in Carlow Town it's ideal, there's a bit of a breeze blowing from right to left down towards the scoreboard uh, canary end of Netwatch Cullen Park but Ferns are here, they've been going through their motions I won't say warming up because they'll be nice and warm uh, for quite a while, they're on the outside pitch the Johanrens pitch, the Carlow County GA pitch outside and St Mullins, well they've entered the fray quite a while ago 2 o'clock throw in here of course, I know it's a 1.30 start at UPMC Nolan Park and as you said Martin I just remind the listeners now in Carlow if anybody is listening on the stream and they want Kilkenny just open your app and tip the top left hand corner and it gives you an option of the Carlow or the Kilkenny stream we will be on the Carlow stream for most of this game of course the Kilkenny game is a half an hour ahead there's a big crowd here from Wexford there's a big crowd here from Carlow from a small hurling community and turns Kelly speaking of big days it's a massive day for Fern St. Aidans, and it's certainly a massive day for St. Mullins of Carlow
2: Absolutely, like for parents, they won their first title uh, twelve weeks ago. I think it was thirteen weeks ago, and St Mullins—it's fourteen weeks ago since they played. Brandon. A while, it's a while. Like you know, it's great for parents—the first time, first time to win a title. Like you know, and uh, I was speaking down to this room there for a good while. the and you know they're so excited. To be in a Lancet championship.
0: Yeah, it's just a pity. I know the way the calendar went, and I know we don't have the harbour on about it, but it's a long time since the county final, and it's hard to keep things going. But I know all the teams, Ferns included, to play the same teams as St Mullins, challenge matches and practice matches against ch- county champions from elsewhere. But uh, they've gone through their preparations. Morris Elbert has put the lads through their preparations. He was on with Shane yesterday. Pat Bennett, the same at Ferns. So it's really it's a level playing field for two teams. 14 yeah. weeks since a competitive match, and 13 weeks. So
2: it's, it's a level playing field. It's a level playing yeah. And speaking with the Ferns, it took them two weeks, like the to settle down after the final, like they had a lot of celebrations, and you know, after 130 years, yeah, think, yeah, you know, so, so it's very,
0: it, it, it's like uh, it's very emotional for them, like, yeah, it's like Palatine and two and weeks ago, absolutely, it, you great, know, yeah, great they're Pal- looking Pal- for their first win in in uh, Leinster hurling No. This is the most decorated team in Carlow Hurling St Mullins. They've been around. They've had a great record turns. They have a little bit of experience in the Leinster Championship. They got to a final in 2019. Uh, they had a big win over Bagnellstown Gales in the county final. And Jason O'Neill has come of age. He scored 2-6 at the James Dyle is back flying. Uh, John Dale. But, you know, we talk about the James Dials and the Paul Dials and the Martin Cavanaugh's and these fellas and the Jack Cavanaugh's. But everybody has to play well today. And you have to get
2: to a good start in the club championship. Yeah, listen, they're a very good club. You know they have they have a lot of titles down there and uh, they're very passionate about their hurling, and uh, you know as I said they had a battle royal to beat Bandonkille in the semi-final, but they got through battle well you know to beat them to beat them in the end like Bangstown, you know some people said Bangstown didn't turn up, I don't think St Mon let turn up they were pretty good, but like you know they had a massive game against Ballyhale here like a few you know a few years ago and. Saint Mullins are a decent hurling club.
0: Uh, Portlaoise, in actual fact, but uh, we can look forward to the game. We haven't been given any changes. We've been told that Kevin kills is in goal for Saint Mullins. The full back line, the experience, John Dorn, John with a great pedigree with Saint Mullins. Uh, Paul Dial at full back. Paddy kill is at left corner back. The half back line for Saint Mullins is Paddy O'Shea at five. Michael Walsh is the captain at number six, and Jerry Cody is wearing the number seven shirt in the middle of the park. Jack Cavanaugh partners the young Connor Kille, and in the half forward line, James Dial, Marty Kavanaugh, and yeah. Philip. Connors wears number 12 and the full forward line John Dial Jason O'Neill and Paddy Boland and I do believe we could have a late change here on the Ferns St. Aidan's team I'm just about to give it to you here and we do have a late change uh, 21 and 23 are being brought in so 21 on the Fern's team for our Wexford listeners is in for Ryan Nolan and 21 is James Tonks so James is in wearing 21 and number 23 is in for Declan Byrne the captain who doesn't start 23 for 4 on the Fern's team so now they line out with James Lawler in goal number 21 James Tongs is the right cornerback Niall Murphy fullback and now the left cornerback is number 23 Connor Scallon Half-back line, Patrick Breen, Owen Murphy at centre half-back and Kieron Roberts is at number 7. Rory Scallon partners Ian Byrne in the middle of the park. Ian, one of the top scorers in the Wexford Championship uh, this year. Tommy Dwyer is at 10. I thought there was only one Tommy Dwyer, the legend from Tin Ryland, but there's a Tommy Dwyer in Ferns. Chris Turner is at 11. Corey Byrne Dunbar at number 12. And the full forward line for Ferns St. Aidens is Dermot Dyle at 13. Paul Morris at 14. Man of the match in the Wexford County final against St. Martins and John Dwyer at 15. And now we have Ron Naveen at Netwatch, Cullen Park. beat at the club championship. The atmosphere is brilliant here in Nelwach Cullen Park. There are the changes we've been given from Ferns. A referee has travelled from O'Loughlin Gales in Kilkenny. Sean Clear a man that's well known across Carlow, across the hurling world. And when we're mentioning O'Loughlin a uh, big congratulations to Hugh Lawler and of course uh, Hugh and uh, Connor back. The two of them from O'Loughlin Gales getting Mikey the honors. Mikey Butler, young Mikey. player of the year. Yeah, yeah. they were brilliant turns. But well, yeah, well man, done, O'Loughlins.
2: They were brilliant. Well done, right. The well, here did. we go, Ter.
0: Ball in, game on. St Mullins playing from right to left, Ferns will go on the attack down towards the Dublin Road and goal, Jack Cavanagh steals back the first ball, gets it back to the captain, the captain is Michael Walsh, Michael drills one down to the corner, he's looking for the number 14 Jason O'Neill over there, on the far side Jason puts pressure on the Ferns man, he comes out with that ball, for me he threw it, they're all throwing it at the moment but here come Ferns, through the middle of the park, the is lush and there's a great run here by Rory Scallon, the Ferns number 8, drills one down into the corner but he's overcooked that and Paul Dial will have to race for this alongside Corey Byrne Dunbar Dial doesn't let much past them, he comes with that ball, the school teacher, he's been an ever-present hurled in division one for Carlos. All at this fella, his name is Jared Cody. Wears seven today, knocks it down to the full forward line. The first touch was beautiful. Now it's gone to Martin Mouse Kavanaugh. Here goes the mouse looking for the first score. He's worth the admission fee alone. Anytime he puts on a green jersey or a red on green jersey, that's a super, super score. But Paul Dyle was absolutely brilliant at fullback.
2: A little behind him was Paddy Boland. He yep. trapped that ball in the corner, Brendan. It wasn't easy to trap. He saw the mouse on the inside, but this is Paul Day. We're looking at Paul for long enough. He's an excellent fullback.
0: That's a great score by Martin Cavanaugh, opening the scoring for St Mullins. This game today is brought to you thanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub, St Mullins, catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus available to suit all. So it's hello to all down there that's tuned in. There's concern for a Fernsman on the far side. He's picked up a bit of a knock. He puts back on his helmet. We're waiting for the Ferns goalkeeper, James Lawler, to puck this ball out to firm for our Wexford listeners and our St. Mullins listeners and Carlow listeners of course that James Tongs has started the game for Ferns as has Conor Scallon at the expense of Declan Byrne and Ryan Nolan, here's the puck out from the Ferns goalkeeper, James Lawler downfield he sends it, Jack is back there, wins the break sends it down towards James Dial. Dial catches it, does very well, Sean Clear says he was fouled, two Ferns men on his back, James Dial. He had a cracking game here a few years ago against Rathdown. he early scored those two points did the late stages to bring them to the Leinster final against the Shamrocks, and currently Ballyhale Shamrocks on the stroke of half-time in UPMC, Nolan Park, lead Castle Town gig, and last we heard was seven points, here in Netwatch, Cullen Park St Mullins, one point, two minutes on the clock, and we have a long range free from way back in their own half-back line, inside their own 65 and Martin Kavanagh is fancying this because he has the breeze And he strikes this very, very well. And that's travelling and travelling. And that's an absolute cracking score from Marty Cavanaugh, two points to St Mullins no score to Ferns is a cracking star turns
2: listen he's brilliant honest to God he was in America for the summer giving exhibitions over there but at this last, this last he's oozing with confidence oozing with class I, I think he
0: came home four times
2: well anyway, anyway <laughs> he had a wedding to come. James Dylans wedding was in the middle but anyway no, that's yeah, one of the occasions he was home
0: well he's got two points here at the start of this game Ferns come forward St Mullins hunting packs now it's with St Mullins Chris Turner he's playing number 11 he's doing well cuts across towards the sideline drills one down into the corner but again that doesn't stick Jer Cody comes across so to Jack Kavanagh but the St Mullins have to try and stop Corey Ryan Dunbar he runs inside the 13 metre line goes for the shot centres it back across goal chance here for Ferns there's the shot and they've got it it's gone to the back of the net and Paul Morris the player of the match in the county final in Wexford has got the goal they got a bit of luck St Mullins got in but I think the credit has to go to Corey Ryan Dunbar he went on a cracking run Terence Kelly and when it fell to Paul Morris the man that plays for Wexford was never going to miss it
2: Absolutely, I was speaking with the chap in the, you know, before the match here, outside the dressing room. He's only pint size Brilliant little hurdler, you know he he found his extra panelist and he cracked it into the back of net. Good score.
0: There's Ferns on the way downfield. Two points sent Mullins. one goal to Ferns. Paul Morris with the goal. Here they go again. This is Dermot Dyle, their number thirteen. Super runner tries to turn inside John Dorn. He turns inside him beautifully and Dial is on the mark. Dermot Dial of Ferns sends that one in. Beautiful run. Cut John Dorn for a bit of pace there. Turns Dyle sticks it over the bar. Game on
2: caught him for a lot of pace John was under pressure because he was pulled out maybe 30, 35 metres out like you know and the man had the legs on him he was in a little bit of trouble for pace
0: Dermot the man with the score for the Ferns men 23 years of age he's a teacher ball comes back down the field, Ferns tidy this up they're getting a bit of a purple patch, Owen Murphy's the Fern centre back The play in the red and white striped jerseys as to clear the ball from their own half back line, drops into the middle of the park on the 65, Jerry Cody is there Marty Cavan is there, we've a rook for possession Sean Clear, the referee is there too, he blows the whistle, he said I have to hold up players a Ferns man injured on the far side and I think he's going to throw this in he is indeed going to throw it in because he had to stop play for the injured party on that far side but if you've just joined us, it's Ferns, one goal and one point, a goal from Paul Morris, the point from Dermot Dial, two points to St Mullins we're into the fifth minute already here in Netwatch Cullen Park, St Mullins in their traditional green and white, Ferns with the long ball downfield, outside the D it goes turning and striking it nicely inside the Ian Byrne beautiful ball into the full forward line Paul Dale does his job well but Ferns do it even better, Corey Byrne Dunbar is a lively lively player And he sends this one in and over the bar. He's a lovely wristy hurler, isn't
2: he? He scored 19 points coming into the county final in Wexford. I don't know what he got in the county final, but as he has such speed, he's a lovely wrist spread. He's a left-hander.
0: He's a lovely striker of the ball. He's got another point for Ferns. They're off to a good old start after St. Mullins led by two points. But Corey Byrne Dunbar, he's only 19 years of age. He's still a student. He's really starting well here. Here's Tommy Dwyer, the Ferns number 10. The St. ferns man across towards the man wearing 21. James Tonks at right corner back. Drills one down the field. Jack Kavanagh runs onto it. Knocks it back towards Paul Dyle. Paul Dyle does well. Turns out gives the ball back to Jack Kavanagh. A dubious hand pass on my head as well. Jack's clearance into the middle of the park wasn't terrific but Connor Keogh grabbed it. He was fouled as he won the ball and we've a St. Mullins man with an injury. Philip Connors is receiving treatment at the moment to the back of his head. His helmet is taken off. Sean Clear, our match referee, has stopped it and this game brought to you with thanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub St. Mullins. Catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus available to suit all. Terence, uh, they won a good ball there. There was a foul. They have yeah. a free in and Marty will have to split the post with this one. Ferns, one goal and two points. St Mullins, two points. Early days yet. Six minutes Early on the days, clock.
2: yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and young Philip Connors is up on his knees now. He's just still getting a bit of attention. Like, you know, the referee, Sean Clear, has just halted the game. Marty will be lining up hoping to get his third point. But listen, Burners are not bad, Brendan. They're very, very fast. They They're move fast. very well, yeah. They're doing very, very well, and that wing forward there. They play a nice uh, little
0: intricate ball in field, don't they? The runners yeah. on the flanks. They, they play yeah. a lovely
2: brand of hurling. Corey Byrne, uh, Dunbar has been behind every score so far. He's a good hurler.
0: Mouse has gone for the short one here. Played it in field towards Jason O'Neill. Jason O'Neill went to it. Uh, Try and get that one up there. Didn't get it. Ferns are going to tidy up. Jason scored 2-6 in the county final against Bagnus Gales. And now St. Mullins put the pressure on them. Connor Kyos there looking for a bit, and here comes Marty Kavanaugh. Outside of 21. Marty Kavanaugh. He goes oh, he's that's absolutely pulled down. Absolutely that's a, that's a rugby tackle. It's more it could be more than a booking. It could be more than a yeah, booking. And like I think Rory Scallon could be in a bit of bother here. Turns uh, that was a rugby tackle.
2: That was a rugby tackle, Rory Scallon, of course, he's a son of Eamon Scalin, brother his brother's cornerback. Eamon was on the Wexford team in ninety six. Well, he was sent off in the ninety six final. <laughs> but anyway. Oh you'd have to bring it, you'd have to bring it up and the legend Billy Byrne right beside me here. Anyway, that's a fact and a legend is right. But anyway it's a free into St. Mullins and Marty I thought first like Brendan he'd well, he go for his point rather than playing the shorter last time, but listen, hindsight. Well it was probably him. a training
0: ground move because the goal probably. could have come of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, probably he, like you he know, has the
0: free from outside the twenty metre line, a chance for Saint Mullins to go on to three points. The scoreboard reads one two to Ferns, two points to Saint Mullins, we're into the eight minute I'll mark Marty it up. Cavanagh to
2: kid and then I'll mark it up. This is too simple for Marty
0: there's the point that's gone over the bar Marty Kavanaugh sends this one in and I know we're broadcasting now to work at Kenny Frequency at half time as well but that will be split as soon as Shamrocks and Castletown Gagan come back out onto the field so with 8 minutes played here in Netwatch Cullen Park 1-2 to Ferns, 3 points to St Mullins the puck out comes from James Lawler James is the Ferns goalkeeper he's going to send this ball down the old press box side on the far side he's a car insurance claims handler this man and he made sure and ensured that that ball was going to a Ferns man and there's a foul, Sean Clear says, on that far side. It was a dunt there from, I think it's Philip Connors, but the dunt into the uh, Ferns man. And the free is going to be taken by Ian Byrne. Ian Byrne uh, turns is a very experienced player for a young uh, man.
2: Yeah, well, in fact, uh, he's the leading scorer uh, in, in Wexford hurling, along with um, you know, a young uh, Corey Byrne. In the half hour, like Corky Dunbar, like both of those have been the leading scores in the Wexford championship.
0: Well, ain't know a bit about Carlo? He teaches not too far away in the FCJ in one claude, Here he is with the free two meters, is from the sideline outside the 45 far side of the park into the Dublin Road end goal. Struck it with conviction. Did he strike that's it wide. accurately? No, he that's struck it Brandon. wide. So we're looking at the first wide of the game. And he realistically, he said it to Michael yesterday. At this level, Ter, I know there's going to be wides, but realistically, you have to get all them at this level.
2: Yeah, it's true. Like right? you know, I speak with the chap before the game too, and you know, and he was really looking forward to it. He said it's their first. In into Leinster so i just saying it was a great one
0: Shamrock's lead two thirteen 13 to 9 points at half time St Mullins trail here only narrowly it's 1-2 a goal from Paul Morris and a point from Dermot Doyle and Corey Byrne Dunbar has the Wexford men in the lead Marty Kavanagh with the 3 points for the Carlow men good block down on the far side but the referee Sean Clear has spotted a free and while we're on the Kilkenny frequency just to tell you Sean is our match referee uh, and uh, we, we said that uh, Congratulations to all our Lachlan Gale's friends down there as well with the lads and Mikey getting the Young Player of the Year and Hugh Lawler and to all the Kenny players who did well in the All-Stars including our great friend TJ who's in action there this afternoon. So we'll go back to catch some of the Shamrocks match uh, at half time and uh, that is uh, what we'll be doing there, we'll be going back. But here we are, another chance for Marty Kavanagh and he's got to send this one in and over the bar turns.
2: Yeah, he is like, you know, it's it's very low, but it's over the bar. It's yeah. like TJ,
0: <laughs> TJ, TJ TJ sticks them over like that, but no real strong wind, a real mild day for a game of hurling. So just that a, is the story.
2: Just a text message coming in, Brendan, from Simon Murphy, from Slidoor, him and Margaret, his wife wishing St Mullins on the best there in Luton listening on today L-
0: Luton Bedfordshire good afternoon Bedfordshire All right, Mar-san. there we are 4 points St Mullins 1-2 to Ferns 10 minutes gone here Ferns on the attack It settled down a bit now Ferns had a bit of a blizzard Jack Cavanagh he reached the stick out for that one got a touch on it then went for seconds and didn't get it a ruck has developed now Sean Clear keeps a close look on this if the ball is loose play will continue but if it's trapped he'll blow the whistle he'll throw it in the ball is out and away comes St Mullins just a hand pass was into space Connor Cure races onto it Connor Keogh did very well for Carlo into Joe Mack as a young man alongside Mount Glenster Rangers uh, Fieker Fitzpatrick two young men in the middle Tom Malally did well with Nash yesterday Ferns are doing well now because here comes James Tonks James Tonks runs with the ball but great work there by Philip Connors Philip went back he's done well played it in reverse back as far as Jack Kavanagh Jack playing as a sweeper at the moment down under the stand to the brother Martin Chris is out injured with a shoulder injury he's looking at the game here at far side of the park as St Mullins come forward James Dyle they got to get him into the field and a man from St Mullins James Dyle never fails to deliver he sticks in a cracking score there's one thing about St Mullins turns Kelly they'll never panic and there's one thing about James Dyle he's always super fit and he's deadly accurate that's a great score
2: James we know since he was in the cradle lads. he's a cracking order I've seen that I grow up along Andre Wade Brennan he is, level. He is gifted
0: Five points, St Mullins. 1-2 to Ferns. We're into the 12th minute. has been good scoring here. There's lively play from Ferns in the forward line, especially for this man, Chris Turner. He turned on a the 6 struck that one downfield. He did get a little bit of space there, turns. it might be a bit of a concern for Morris Aylward that when Chris Turner got that, there was nobody really to close him down, and he had a free shot, and he scored.
2: Yeah, a long ways out, like, you know, left-hander, like, you know, he got the shot around the middle of the field, turned in the centre, but we're on the attack here, Brendan. Uh, great
0: ball from Jack Cavanagh, put it down around the house. He was looking for Jason O'Neill, and it could have worked out, but the Wexford goalkeeper is their hooked from behind the full back was caught there Niall Murphy and he was looking to get away with it because Paul Morris is back there to help out and it goes all the way back towards James Lawler in the goal and he's panicking but he gets it away to his left corner back and Ferns will move it out the red and white stripe shining in Carlo downfield it's sent on the far side Ferns still in control ball is on the 65 Ferns half of the park back to the centre back Owen Murphy Ferns come forward they're good at ball retention
3: they've won a free
0: in their own half back line shoulder there on Conor after that there could have been every first decision there Conor took a bit of a dunk but uh, he's put some cracking hurling but he'll really have to have the game of his life today along with the St Mullins lads if they're going to get out of Netwatch Cullen Park home advantage probably worth a point or two to the St Mullins men Terrence, but uh, Ferns they've come here in numbers in numbers huge
2: crowd from Wexford here like you know a huge crowd of people that you know that you don't recognise they're all strangers they're obviously from Wexford but this is a long way free. Ian Byrne is going to have a go
0: and there's another man from a long way tuned into us Jared is tuned in oh Denson Denmark so good afternoon Jared. I don't know who you're shouting for but good afternoon here's Ian Byrne long range free inside his own 65 Fern's half of the park here is the lift there's the strike he struck that well but it's a tailing to the left it's going goal bound Ooh, it took a bit of a ricochet It took a bit of a ricochet, it has to be tidied up. St. Mullins have it. It's out as far as Jack Cavanagh. He's on the 20 metre line. Jack Cavanagh sends a beautiful diagonal ball across towards John Dial. John on the far side. He's a big man. He looks infield. tricks a beautiful ball down looking for Jason O'Neill. Jason runs across, but the fullback Niall Murphy read it. He anticipated where it was going. A good battle with O'Neill and the fullback. It's ball. off the Ferns, man. I think it's a line, a, line a line ball. Line ball, St. Mullins. And in line the meantime, ball, it's yeah. 1 3 to Ferns. It's 5 points to St. Mullins. We're into the 40 minute. hasn't been a bad start, turns great,
2: great match, like, you know, great match. You know, that's a line ball. Like, Jason O'Neill, he had the game of his life in the county final 2 6, as we're saying, like you know, but this full back he's a sturdy boy. I'm just saying he's kind of you know, he li- he's literally in his talks, he's so close to him, and uh, he-, he heard about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, well, he got a cracking sideline cut against the Shamrocks in Port Leash from a similar situation a few years ago. It's a drier sod today. He has to move the sideline, flag on the far side, changing his mind now, which doesn't help. He got a shout from Connor Kyo, but then he sends it across the face of the goal and they have it There's the shot. Oh, it's cleared off the line. Said Mullins nearly had it, but they didn't get it. I'm not sure which Ferns player was there, but the it back, no, they haven't. One cent Mullins man ran into the other. Ferns had the hand pass back to the goalkeeper Connor Scallon. He's put under just pressure. He clears the ball. He's done really, really well. And the credit to Ferns have done well to have him panicked. But what I would say, there's players been blowing all year since they brought in this hand pass. For me, everybody on the field out there today is throwing that ball. So Sean Clear is letting them all go. And Ferns go downfield and they're going to get an absolute cracking score to carry that. From the cornerback position, one, two, three. About six illegal hand passes, but I got the Johnny Dwyer. He stuck it in and over the bar from outside the 65. Do you agree with me with them hand passes?
2: I'd agree with you, Brendan. Why, why not? Because they're happening. But anyway, they were so lucky like they didn't get a goal. Big, big, you know. Uh, they're on the attack here now. It's a good old match There's not a lot
0: between them Ferns won four St Mullins five points 15 minutes gone here It's a fair old battle In Netwatch Cullen Park The Wexford champions are here They're the visitors There's a wrestle for possession On the soft ground Just underneath the stand here as it Comes out and breaks To Rory Scallon Scallon comes forward He got a fair I thought Jared Cody Hit him a fair shoulder there Sean Clear can't book him for that To me that was shoulder to shoulder
2: Yeah but he also met John Dyle And John is no bantamweight I can tell you One thing huge Huge man Marty is done.
0: Marty is going to the referee And he's saying it was a shoulder And he Sean Clear is trying to say It's high now, if, if he gives a yellow card here, he's going to have to give yellow cards all day. For me, that to me was shoulder to shoulder.
2: Well, no, no Brandon, it was shoulder to shoulder. Throw, shoulder yeah, to yeah, he shoulder. Tra- yeah. He's trying
0: to tell him that he hit him in the front, but he's the referee. OK, well, there we go. It's a yellow card for Gerald Cody. I think that's a harsh yellow card.
2: Well, listen, as I said, that was shoulder to shoulder. In fact, he got a bigger rap now from John Dyle on the way back, but anyway, he, he didn't see that one.
0: I'll see what Billy Byrne has to say about that one in a minute. <laughs> It's talking to Liam Spratt at the moment I'll have a quick word of Billy in a minute it's a free two Ferns it's a free to Ferns and it's coming down the field from Ian Byrne he's on his own 65 it's going to be a free 1-4 to Ferns 5 points to St Mullins he drills this one right across to the far side. It's a great ball if it sticks. It's a very, very, very well well-worked move. Corey Byrne Dunbar turns off his left-hand side, sends it That's in, white. but he sticks it to the That's left. White. He sticks it to the left and wide. Billy is busy. He's with Liam Spratt on Southeast Radio this afternoon. But a lot of people shaking their heads. Turns They felt it was a harsh decision. But however, they didn't get a score off it. But Jerry Cody, unfortunately, picks up a yellow card.
2: Yeah, but in fact, you know, when you look down to be that Corey Byrne Dunbar, he's a classy, classic like Brendan, isn't he?
0: He certainly is. Jason, yes, he looked like you got a shove in the back there. The ball's out and over the, the line, but it's so a Ferns, Ferns ball. Ferns ball on this occasion. So we guess what this
2: And is. he hits it back to the goalkeeper. It's not going to for 65 It now. could
0: have been. It was a little bit scrappy. Jack is underneath it. Jack has it. He has to get it away quickly. Nice flick back in field towards Michael Walsh, the St. Mullins captain. Michael Walsh downfield towards Paddy Bowling Paddy turns, Paddy strikes, and that's a super, super score from St. Mullins from to six points. Ferns lead by one. It's one four to Ferns. It's six points to St. Mullins. Paddy Bowling's on the score sheet. Good score, Turns.
2: Yeah, good hand. He's, he's a massive hand. Like you know, he set up the score there, well, one of the scores earlier on. He's a great hand, so he has, like you know, and he's a good eye too. Good score. What? One four to six points. A
0: point between the sides. We said it would be nip and tuck. St. Mullins were four to six. Ferns were 6-4 to four. the home advantage I say, would have that for me it's a 50-50 game it's clear downfield by Mick Walsh big ball from Mick Walsh racing onto it is Philip Connors Philip's got to get the first touch right he did was he fouled Sean Clear didn't say he was full back did well won the ball Fernsman got a bit of a pull coming back out now Niall Murphy has it for Ferns back to the keeper James Lawler James Lawler plays a short ball to Kieran Roberts the Ferns left half back he's out under the standard the right hand back drills one down to the full forward line out comes St Mullins to defend it was Paddy Kio who came out there wearing four he's done well the ball goes into no man's land in the middle of the park and Chris Turner races back to try and get at it but Marty Kavanagh stays with him the man who played for SETU and the Fitzgibbon Cup and now it's Patrick, or, uh, Paddy O'Shea comes forward Paddy O'Shea a great hook from behind Johnny Dwyer chased them back all the way the Ferns man did really really well but St Mullins do even better winning the Rook and the Mall on this occasion and the shot goes in and it goes to the left and wide that it was a great bit of work and initiative by St Mullins they're battling really well and they're, they're trailing really well. they're trailing by a point, one four to 1-4-6 but it's a cracking game Trained, uh,
2: yeah they're trailing by a point Like, but it's, 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 like, it's a great game of Hurdleham certainly is here come
0: St Mullins winning the ball on the ground he did well again that time Paddy O'Shea it's now with Jason O'Neill Jason goes for a big one outside the 45 if that's there it's a cracking score 2-6 in the county final we're levelling that. watch Cullen Park Jason O'Neill Cracking score from the young St Mullins man, 1-4 to Ferns, 7 points to St Mullins, we're into the 19th minute, it's been deadly hasn't it?
2: Yeah the cornerback built the ball when you have a plumber on the scene, <laughs> the man from Temple picked it up and set the door to bar, That's cracking score Brendan.
0: Normally the plumber makes the spill but anyway here comes St Mullins, they're back in the game big time, the goal for Paul Morris early put Ferns in the driving seat but here goes Conor Keogh, Conor Keogh, he was hooked as he struck it, it was good play from Ferns. Connor thought he might have got away with that one. It's deemed as going to the right and wide because he struck it off the hurl. It remains 1-4 to Ferns. Seven points to St. Mullins. And this game brought to you with thanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub in St. Mullins. A great spot, I might add. Catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus available to suit all. We've some menu here. We're at the top table today. Ferns and St. Mullins lovely ball for Ferns, down the stand side to Kieran Roberts, he's got to use it well, he turns away from his man, Marty Kavanagh, Jack Kavanagh gave a bit of a done from behind, but there's Corey Byrne Dunbar, dropping it in, but Kevin kills around long enough, he says I'll take that underneath the crossbar, and Kevin drills one right over to the far side, looking for James Dial. James Dyle has it, James Dyle breaks away has a look at the post distance, James Dial, if it's t- absolutely top class score from James Dial, and St Mullins take the lead here in Netwatch Cullen Park 8 points set Mullins, 1 four to Ferns turns. that's as good as you'll see
2: listen we're looking at him for long enough Brendan He is a collector's item you know him stepping the mouse there like and, and you know there's a couple of young lads coming through Paddy Boland has a great hand like this St Mullins team are a decent team Brendan
0: we're very very good well we know at the end of the match who's going to win it both teams doing quite well St Mullins thinking that's a push in the back referees and giving a free St Mullins and mouse can score here James Dines just steps away he got a raw deal up and down a few years ago well over a year ago he was sent off completely in the wrong and the Ferns man was acting the mick there. He fell behind him and James had nothing got to do with it whatsoever. It's very warm. Normally this time of the year, players would be looking for something warm to put into their systems. They're getting the water in. Marty Kavanaugh has a free. Sean Clear has brought the ball up, up the 10 ball yards. Up, yeah. Somebody has said something.
2: You a talk when he should have be been listening.
0: Eight points to St. Mullins, 1-4 to Ferns. We're into the 21st minute here in Netwatch Cullen Park. And Marty gets the ball, thrown back to him by Paul Morris. Two lads would know one another very well. Carlo played Wexford over the last number of years. Carlo in Division 1, of course, in the Leinster Championship. And now Marty Kavanagh. He's played in all kinds of competitions. Christy Ring, Leinster Championship, Division 1, Division 2, Joe McDonough, and now the AIB Club Championship to add to his AIB Club runs with St. Bullen since he made his breakthrough as a very young player. He's 27 now. Martin Marty Kavanagh floats this one in. Right over the bar from Marty Kavanagh. Those are,
2: those are not simple, Brendan. They're certainly not long simple. Out. But listen, he was on the Joe McDonough team of the year along with Chris Nolan. He Congrats was m- to both yes, Well just done to the lads. He is back to his best.
0: Yes, indeed. Well done to Chris and Mouse. They did very, very well to get on that team. Nine points St Mullins, one four to Ferns. 22 minutes played here. Morris Aylward, the Kilkenny man, looking after the St Mullins men along with Paul Keough, Ger Lennon, Thomas Dyle, and Alan Roach. Here goes St Mullins, ball breaks inside to 65. There can be a score here from Paddy O'Shea. Paddy O'Shea sends it in, and St Mullins are doing very, very well at the moment. Paddy O'Shea makes it, double scores... 10 points, double figures, I should say. 10 points, set Mullins, 22 minutes on the clock. That's a three point lead for the Carlo champions. Yeah,
2: Paddy got two yellows in one of the club games this sure, year, like a cracking little hurler, like you know, his back playing wing back. He was unfortunate that day, like, but listen, that's a great score from the young man.
0: Certainly is a great score. Paddy killed the score. They've mopped up this one by Jerry Cody. Gerrard Cody, Patsy will be proud of that one down in front of us here, the ball is with Philip Connors, he ran into a bit of a cul-de-sac on this occasion but back to Gerrard Cody, he's hurling well, he's no stick at the moment, Ped it back to Jack Cavanaugh, he won't for it, but Jack is anchored well and he's playing well as a sweeper back there at the moment, big ball from Jack in around the house it goes, Set Mullins try and break it, could have been a free in there but the free wasn't given, the full back comes out with it, Niall Murphy, Niall Murphy gets it to the far side the far side over there is a 14, Paul Morris drills it downfield as far as Corey Byrne Dunbar Corey Byrne Dunbar, a beautiful turn from him, he's plenty of experience too, now Paul Dyle gets back to keep him at bay, he plays it against the ground, Corey Byrne Dunbar, really good ball, cross but it's cut out by Walsh, coming forward, The centre back it well for St Mullins, the captain gets it as far as Conor Keogh in the middle of the park was Conor fouled, the referee said no and Ferns win it, back to Dermot Dyle, scored earlier on, you just can't dilly dally with the ball around here, St Mullins did everything right, young Kew feels he was fouled Sean Clear wasn't given any free there and in fairness, there wasn't a lot in it and Ferns got up the breaking ball. Dermot Dyle finds it, sticks it in and over the bar. Second for Dermot.
2: Second for Dermot who's right, like you know uh, Michael Walsh would be a little disappointed. Cause he kind of thought uh, that the uh, was fouled also, but this the play went on and Ferns got the score. Here One co- five to ten times. Here
0: goes set Mullins, a vital touch in the ball for the number twelve. Philip Connors. Philip Connors gets a bit of a dig out there from Padre Bowling, but they'll have to be careful and get that ball into their hand. They're picking it up well and doing quite well. A bit of pressure comes on Martin Mouse Kavanaugh outside the 65, doubles back around the corner. Jack is looking for the pass, feeds it off to the brother Jack. Jack turns back in field against Boneside. Jack races forward, plenty of experience there. Fell in the 30s now. Jack sends it back in field. Set Mullins have it up. It's 15. Paddy Boland, Paddy Boland back as far as the mouse. Oh, he's absolutely taken out of it on the sideline. Absolutely cleaned. That's it. That, that was nasty. turns
2: yeah. Like the first man was off uh, his feet. It uh, a frontal charge, and I'm just saying this will be a yellow, like you know. But I'm just saying he met him bang on, and Marty was moving. I'm
0: not worried about the yellow, I'm worried about how Marty is.
2: Yeah, well, listen. Mr. Marty, he will be up. Him just saying, the chap is is, is lying down as it is. He's winded, like, but uh, you know, he he, he did get it done, and surely he's have to book this player. Mm-hmm. It was a cracking game, Brendan.
0: Cracking game of Hurland
2: Cracking game of hurling. Give me a chance Go. to bring
0: in Billy Byrne here for a minute. A quick word with Billy here, former Wexford legend Billy. A right good game, lively. Twenty-four minutes gone. Sent Mullins went out of it after the goal. Got back into it. There's not a lot between them.
3: Not a lot between them, you'd have to say. The half back line, I think, for St Mullins is very, very strong. Ferns are finding it very hard to get the ball in pass. When they do, actually, in the likes of Dierma Doyle and even Corey Bar are causing problems. But you know, at the minute, you'd have to say St Mullins are probably edging it as regards the physicality. And when you know any any 50-50 ball on the ground that you're fighting for, St Mullins are coming out with it. Marty Campbell got a bad bang there, a big loss. And have to say to Ferns because he's given an exhibition of hurling, which he usually does when he plays. I have to be honest about it, but he He's a looked, player, isn't he? Oh top class hurler. And we've seen it playing he with Carlo. We'd with Carlo IT as well and be a big loss if he has to go off here, but not an indie game. I have to be honest with you. Brilliant game of hurling to look at. Everyone going for it in the proper manner, and uh, still a lot to go in a, a game. I have to get to have to
0: get the extra view here. Spratting yourself for kind of smiling. jerry Cody was yellow carded down here. I know you threw in a few good shoulders in the time. Everyone thought it was a fair shoulder, did you?
3: Yeah, and and again, you know, it, 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 these are things that probably you know <laughs> hinge influences. games. So I, you know, I've a small bit of problems regards the way people, but the referee is the guy who makes the final yeah, you're right, and Billy. It. and we just can't question that. No, you know, if it if it goes. Against Again, yeah, and I think that's where we get need to be it. in the G. Just get on with it. Whatever happens, happens. But uh, I'd I hope this man is okay because he's hurling ability. He's, is, he's
0: worth the admission yeah, fee, isn't he? Yeah, he's a great bit of stuff. 100%.
3: How are 100%. all the works for Billy. All in great for keep him. Keeping well in Avana you know, the whole lot, yeah. I keep him well in Avana. There's a few cobwebs on us now <laughs> at the minute. We haven't played. It's a long time since i have played. But, you know, again, it's just it's such a long time since we've been at a game of hurling like this in intensity and everything and in championship. There's a little break that we had, but it's, it's definitely an enjoyable game. Here it's great today. to see you and Carlo today, Billy. Thanks very
0: much. man, Billy. There we are, Billy Byrne, a legend yeah. of 96 and years before, it. Marty took a fair old belt Marty there, to he's having some game.
2: He is, Marty, well, he's spoken that they are like, an, in fact, it's a yellow yeah, card for 23, number, number 23 yeah, Conor Scanlon. which is Conor Scallon, but uh, you know, in fact, Marty, you know, he's almost recovered, and... Uh, it's, not know,
0: it's not ideal, it's not ideal, we had this in Kilkenny yesterday as well with Dance Sport and Trim, it's not ideal, young Murray, who had a cracking game for Trim, he scored 10 points against Dan Sport, uh, they were unlucky to lose out by a point, but trim played well. It's not ideal to step up for a free after you get a knock and the proof is in the pudding. So here's the free for Marty. Well, he's two metres one metre in from the sideline. He's under the stand he outside he, the 45.
2: He's a special one though, Brendan.
0: The right. lead by 10 points to 1-5. The Carlow Champions lead the Wexford Champions Ferns by 2. 27 minutes on the clock. Sends it in and wow. he absolutely drills it. Marty Cavanaugh. He's just a natural, this fella. He's just a natural.
2: Yeah, and I was speaking with people there recently and they said that they had a couple of challenge matches and he wasn't playing that well. <laughs> You wanting. He kept it for today. And
0: well, the Jared that's in Odense is a man I know well. Gerard Wickstead, a Limerick man, shouting for the men in green here today. He was in Port Leach with us a few years ago as the ball comes outfield from James Lawler, the Fernsend Aitens man. Drills it downfield. Two set Mullins men rise for this. they got to get it up. One of them is uh, wearing four. His name is Paul Plenty of experience there, but he doesn't. Paul Morris gets it. Runs down towards the end line. Tries to recycle it. Back outfield. But Jack Cavanagh picks up the break. He's mopped up a lot of pressure there this afternoon. Jack Cavanagh, the set Mullins number eight. Drills a big one downfield. Mark he is underneath and here he goes Marty Cavan outside the D sprinting like Linford Christie Marty Cavan, a great interception by Ferns great interception falls back across towards Paddy and they've got to make something of this back in comes James Dyle back to the full forward Jason O'Neill Ferns have defended it well O'Neill goes all the way back out to the 45 still under pressure tried to get in the shot the ball's hooked from behind him and now the wing half back races for Paddy Breen The Ferns St Mullins try for on the ground there's a challenge over there it's a free in James Style has been failed. fouled
2: yeah, with the ham and the sandwich there but The like, St yeah. Mullins crowd yeah. who've
0: been fantastic are over there they've got residency on the bank to the left of the old press box looking into the goal on the dressing room Oak Park Road enters a few clouds gathering I hope to stay away from Carlow Town 17 degrees we met two lads from Glynn wearing factor 35 to keep the sun off their foreheads on the far side today 11 points to St Mullins 1-5 to ferns 2 minutes to the half time whistle you would have to be happy if you were St Mullins fan You would of
2: course and a little message here from Tony Kelly the mascot and I wish them all the best, but listen, this the free in uh, Marty, Marty Cavan over to the sideline in front of his own St Mullins people on the hill, and uh, you know Marty, he's outside
0: you know. the 20 meter line. Yeah, Marty Cavan, like a difficult angle, drills it low. <laughs> he drills it straight over the bar. That the two umpires got well back to said, this fella's is good. We better have a look at it. He puts them on to another point in the board. 12 points St Mullins, one five to Ferns, and as Billy Byrne said. Uh, Paulie O'Shea, Mick Walsh, Michael Walsh, and Jerry Cody really playing well in the halfback. There's not a lot getting in there, turns.
2: Seven points to Marty, Brendan. Seven points from Marty, One from play and six on freeze. I'm just saying he is giving an exhibition of hurling. like The halfback line are excellent, so they are like, you know.
0: Here's uh, the goalkeeper, the Ferns man, James Lawler, sends the ball downfield. St Mullins come out with it again. Paulie O'Shea, he's really capitalised full back He's got Jerry Cody on that far side, and Paulie, they're trying to keep the Ferns man at bay to stay goal side. But this is Chris Turner. He scored earlier on. He's not going to score this time. He spills possession. Seth Mullins trying. And win it back. There's a battle for possession here. They've done well. I think that was Connor Kill over there on the far side. Nobody can get it up. And the man that was tempted to go down, Lawford was the experienced Pawdy Kill. Pawdy has it. Paddy comes out with it, runs into the face of Rory Scallon. Scallon stood up and turned. And uh, gets it back as far as Connor Kyo. Connor has it back again. They're all looking for it. Jack Cavan has gone back in looking for more there. So is Connor Kyo. It's not clean hurling, but it's competitive, and now it falls to Johnny Dwyer. Scored for Ferns already. to a centre one across the far way. Chased by James Dyle. Brilliant hurling by Dial. And ah, this is unbelievable stuff. Dial sends it across Faye. Here's a goal chance for Sad Mullen. Here we go. Says oh, shot hasn't been hit with clarity. But James Dyle was brilliant, and Jason just couldn't finish it. He just couldn't finish his two goal chances gone a Beggy, but James Dyle was fantastic there. Her.
2: Absolutely, but Niall Murphy, the full-back He got the edge of the hurl like, to, uh, to, uh, to Jason O'Neill As he was through for the goal But Jason Ferns around the attack, Brendan
0: Jason O'Neill didn't get it Here come Ferns Drill one downfield Corey Dunbar-Burn The Wexford player Sends it back across field And sent Mullins give away ridiculous free There's four minutes of additional time In this opening half It's been a cracker We do hope you're enjoying it out there We're on the Carlo Frequency and when the Ballyhale Shamrocks Castletown Gagan match finishes, they're a half an hour ahead of us. We'll be on the full frequency. You can tell your friends on the KCLR app, tip the top left hand corner, the menu will say Carlo Stream, Kilkenny Stream. We obviously are on the Carlo's Stream. 12 points to St Mullins, 1 5 to Fern St Aidens. One of the four added minutes has been played, but the free will come from Ian Byrne. He should slot this one over the bar. Tara Kelly would even get this one. He stands behind it. He's got a good set-up. They're playing into the Dublin Road end goal, St. Fer- St. Aiton's Ferns, And in the red and white stripes, he sends in, in Ian Byrne. He's been the highest scorer in the Wexford Championship 2022. St Mullins will have to poke up but St Mullins two goal chances gone to begging in fairness to Ferns Paul Morris got a cracker early in the game
2: yeah but listen uh, that was a brilliant move like James it was the foundation of that move but you have to give credit to, uh, the, uh, well the full back he kind of got the hook Jason as he was through great great little bit of hook and but Jason was absolutely through he thought he had a goal
0: line ball for St Mullins James Dyle places it on that far side he's just outside the 45 Ferns half of the park he's not going to take it because the man going across to take it is Jason O'Neill Jason places it makes a little bit of a tee for himself not quite sure whether he plays a little bit of golf in Burruss or down in New Ross but he's placing this one anyway he's making a tee for himself he got a quick call there that's it now he's on two minds and he missed it someone else has to address it now he can't touch it himself he couldn't address it again. Turns I'm never in favour. If he's going to hit the line ball, he's distracted. Two lads give different calls. and yeah, has Morris did. has to sort of out at they half-time. He's either going to hit it or not.
2: Yeah, no, it's a fact like... You know, and now Fern's got the free, out, Ferns is, is the free out. a yeah. bit of
0: hesitancy from St Mullins. And they, they're really Listen, around the block long enough that that shouldn't be happening. Yeah,
2: well, they've made very few mistakes in the first half. Listen, you know, as I said, it's one of those things. It won't happen again without a shadow without, like. But, you yeah. know, Jason was under two minds. Will he take it? Will he send it back to the half-back line? And he changed his mind too late, but there's a uh, free out now, and the goalkeeper James Lauder's coming out to take this free, Brendan. Yeah, but
0: my point is people at home probably are trying to gather on saying, Jason was ready to strike it. I know that, someone yeah. called him from behind, someone yeah, called yeah, him in yeah, front. Yeah. Oh, will I go back? Will I go forward? And in the end, he missed it.
2: That's right, yeah. You know, yeah,
0: you have to you have one to all
2: ha- things, but listen. This well, man
0: is tightening up a lot of ball, isn't he? Jack. He's, he's really playing well. Oh god, he's John back. Dorn, the most experienced man on the park, John. He's got a bag of county medals down there in St. Mullins. He's here today. At right corner back for the Carlo Champions. Out come Ferns, it's a tight game, it's 12 points St Mullins, it's 1-6 to Ferns, 3 between them, Ferns come forward as they're scoring the Wexford men before half time, downfield it goes Dermot Dial. he's got 2 already, he's a fine big strong player Dial. he races downfield he's gone inside, Paddy kill strikes it off, he's left hand side but doesn't strike it well. Still not dangerous, not cleared. Paul Dyle goes back. Paul Dyle went back. Jack Cavanaugh hey, is there. Jack. He's having a great He's tidying up a lot of ball. Jack gets it as far as Paddy Kil. Now Paddy Kil gets it as far as Philip Connors. The distribution has to be good. It's a 70 metre pass. Right downfield. Looking to get it in on the top of Paddy Boland. Paddy Boland missed his first touch when the ball hit the ground. Out comes the fullback, Niall Murphy. Niall Murphy affirms with the hand pass. Cross to his centre back, who looked a little lethargic running for it. But he's up and running on Murphy. He's a fine big man. That's a great block down by the Carly- Man, Paddy Boland he really done well he puts pressure on the Ferns man coming through here goes another shot oh lovely hurling from Chris Turner lovely hurling but he drills this one downfield and it's That's gone wide, wide. It? St Mullins are playing a lot of hurling and St Aidan's of Ferns are driving wide 12 points St Mullins 1-6 to Ferns, the four minutes of additional time are up is there another score in St Mullins before half time turns Kelly
2: yeah well in fact they're on the attack now the ball is dropping into the corner forward position and Marty is going on the ball Brendan yeah he looked to get fouled
0: before he played that ball and held back as well man was doing a bit of ball watching the St Mullins supporters are not happy on the far side here come he Ferns down, he's given an advantage here. Yeah. I thought Marty might have got a free yeah, on the far yeah, side, yeah. but our linesman was there and Sean Clears, so obviously there wasn't a lot in it.
2: No, there wasn't a lot in it, like, but in fact the linesman, or the man is after kicking the ball up 10 or 12 yards also, but listen. No, the
0: linesman is there, it won't come any further. Yeah. But it turns, it doesn't matter, they can hit the ball the from... Game, Brendan, it's a cracking game, a A
2: yeah. great hurling game, like you know, as I said, two good teams, you don't have a good game. Two honest teams. Two honest teams, honest to God teams and then a dirty stroke in it. Yeah, two honest teams.
0: Here's the free for Ferns. They like to play that short ball. Sometimes can they get another one before half time? That's, half-time? Wide, that's, that's wide. a wide ball. Ferns will be disappointed. They're getting possession, Four but wide. they're shooting wides. Four wides for Ferns. Four Twi- wides to two this should be the last passage of play is the last last pass that's the it's half time here in Netwatch Cullen Park and St Mullins the Carlo Champions lead the Wexford Champions Ferns St Aidens on a scoreline of 12 points to 1-6 so three between them with thanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub St Mullins catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus available to suit all and uh, that is the story at the moment so what we'll do is we'll take the break with Martin they come back we'll have a few people to talk including our own John Moynihan who's a Ferns man you heard him reading the news you heard him doing. Late night on Casey Law 96FM and of course he's from the famous Moynihan dynasty of musical people they're all down there from Ferns and uh, so is Joe Davitt so good afternoon to Joe there's a few famous people down there and dial the newsreaders from Ferns Jerry Daly room outside from Ferns Jimmy Fortune the jockey was from Ferns and have a few cracking hurlers down there too but we have Michael Flatley from St Mullins, turns And yeah. we have a few lads dancing fairly well out there at the moment. We'll hand back to Martin and we'll come straight back and uh, we'll take the ads and come straight back. We have a lot of guests here in Netwatch Culler, including the county chairman, Jim Bulger. 12 points to St Mullins, 1-6 to Ferns. We'll hand back to the studio, St Mullins lead.
2: KCLR Live Sport, the AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship Quarterfinal, St. Mullins vs.
0: Fern St. Aidan's, with thanks to Blanchefield's Country Pub St. Mullins, catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus available to suit all. Find us online you're very welcome back well we have a great moment here in Netwatch Cullen Park at the moment because Dr Tom Foley who is well known to the GAA fraternity and of course to the people of Bagnellstown today Carlo GAA are paying tribute to the Wexford man who has provided over 30 years of service to Carlo GAA and now be considered an adopted Carlo man even though he's a Wexford man Tom uh, the man that is Dr Tom Foley Tom has served as team doctor to the county teams and has been the doctor on duty in Netwatch Cullen Park here for over 30 years rarely missing a game and also of course to all the away game Tom, of course, is originally from Bellevue in New Ross, where his club Geraldine O'Hanrens he played minor under 21 and senior football for Wexford, and Tom and to play uh, football and Hurling in four other counties, including Cork with UCC, in Sligo with St. Mary's, in Leash with Mount Mellick, and in Carlow with St. Andrews, Bagnallstown, where he settled after coming to Lachlan Bridge as a GP in 1986, so good afternoon to all our Lachlan Bridge Old Lachlan listeners also. He also played Railway Cup football and in the combined universities and Leinster, and he served as a selected with Wexford and Carlow senior football teams and was a doctor to the Irish Compromise Rules team travelling to Australia and playing of course here in Parky, Cueve and in Croke Park. He's retiring as our medical doctor after 30 years service on behalf of everyone in Carlow and all the Carlow GAA and all the supporters, he's been saluted here sincerely for his outstanding work over a very long period. So to Tom and his family we say thanks Garamila Mahagot. and uh, he's been presented now by Chairman Jim Bulger who's saying a few words down there and John Mylan is here with me as well. John that's a nice because it's not always about the players it's about the people who try and keep the players safe and in good health and Dr Tom Foley as a great Wexford man like yourself he's looked after the Carlo teams Wexford I've said it all there so a poignant day uh, for yeah. Tom but he's a brilliant man
4: Yeah an absolutely brilliant man and as you say uh, sometimes we perhaps overlook Brendan uh, the importance of uh, roles such as, uh, as, as as Tom so it's, it's absolutely brilliant that he's uh, being uh, I suppose honoured there today
0: Okay you're flying that you graduated with media qualifications during the week you're flying it on Casey your you're uh, news reading and uh, music you're from the famous Miami in dynasty, I mentioned that before half time. But uh, you're a proud Ferns man. They're doing quite well here. I told you to be a nip and tuck. game. what have you made of it, John?
4: Yeah, I mean it is nip and tuck. And thanks very much, uh, Brendan, for that. But I would say, if ever there was a half of two halves, I suppose that was it. Yeah,
0: two quarters. <laughs> <Or> two quarters
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're the match teacher. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the teacher, as well.
4: But uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I thought that uh, Ferns were maybe perhaps a little bit fortuitous to get the goal at the start. And don't get me wrong, Paul Mars took it very well. I say fair play to Chris Turner for having the nose there. He's only a young lad, and uh, he had the nose to hold it up for Paul Mars for a, a lovely strike to get our opening score of the game but uh, after that I suppose we were doing well to stay in it but we, we have kept in uh, the game I suppose and only three points down at half time I, I think we'll, we'll take that to be honest with you because Marty Mouse-Cavanagh he's the thorn in our side there at the minute Brendan playing absolutely unreal stuff
0: he nearly, nearly killed him in the first half, but he he's nearly still playing well, isn't he? he? Yeah, he is now. And
4: I, I say Connor Scallon now, uh, and, and Connor would be no uh, stranger to a challenge like that. I, I think he can consider himself fairly lucky you now to be on the pitch now in the second half. But, but overall, uh,
0: John, it's 50 50. I know St Mullins have the three points up, but a right good game and a nice exhibition from both teams. And it would be great, I know, for the Ferns people, first time in Leinster to win and get out to be a huge day for the people of Ferns. But for St Mullins, they got to the Leinster final a few years ago. They want to get back because they're, they're, the, they're, the, they're, the, they're the superior team in Carlo yeah. over the length of time. and Rangers and different clubs listen to me at the moment and say what's he talking about, they have more county championships than anybody they're excellent.
4: Yeah and they are and look as you said they have pedigree in the Leinster Championship unlike Ferns you know this we won our first county final almost three months ago at this stage. And well, brilliant you're still celebrating too We're, are you? we're still <laughs> celebrating I tell you yeah it was lucky we had the 15 weeks off though I tell you because we needed about uh, 10 of them to get over to celebrations but uh, that said you know I do think that uh, if we can make it to, to past this stage now a day out in Croke Park I, I don't think there will be uh, a cow milk in Ferns for the next couple of weeks if that were to happen. I was
0: mentioning famous Ferns people they you are no famous. You're on the radio and <laughs> television, reading the news. Jerry Daly is a Fernsman is Room outside. That's right. Yeah. Dial and dial the news Jimmy reader. Jimmy Fortune, the
4: jockey. Jimmy Fortune, yeah. There's and a few um, more. There's a few more. I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, young uh, Joe Breen, Angela. Joe Breen, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, North you North have, North have
0: a few fans for a small area.
4: Uh, for a small area, we do. And uh, sure, I'll always have to bring in the music between the Minehans hands and the Davits. We, 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 you wouldn't throw a stone in Ferns the music. Joe Davids a
0: great friend of the though, and a great musician oh, too. But fan- your, your, your granddad was the the main man in relation to the Minehans hands, known throughout the length and breadth of Ireland, and. UK.
4: Absolutely, yeah. Dave Moynihan senior, my grandfather, uh, had the Dave Moynihan show, Band they would have played, as you say, the length and breadth of Ireland and the Galty Moor in London and Cricklewood, and, and Cricklewood, and, and uh, yeah, played all over the place. So um, yeah, we're all very proud of that. And of course, my father and uh, his, his two brothers, Tommy and Art, are keeping the show on the road with the Moynihan Brothers Band, and a number of great David bands on the road as well. Dinny Davitt and the Heartbeats, Joe Davitt and his country band, Take Five, Tommy Davitt. Does, we're filled with great bands. What's in the water got.
0: and Ferns? Hurlers and musicians. <laughs> 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 hurlers
4: and musicians and, and newsreaders, like we said. Anyway. <laughs> well,
0: listen, it's great to see. You. We'll have a chat with you later on. I know you might be doing a bit of post match, especially if Ferns win, but uh, they're up again. Have you been impressed with St Mullins?
4: I have been very impressed with St Mullins now. And uh, I think, I, as I said, going in at, at half time now, I think we did well to just be the three points down. And uh, now the only thing is, Pat Bennett, uh, he's, he's a man for, I'm a very good friends with the Ferns selector, Frank Derrick. he be a great friend of mine. And uh, Pat can really do the half time team talk. So I'd I want to. i I'd be very interested to see how Ferns come over the blocks now in the second half you as a
0: journalist I have to ask this question why do you call them Devericks in Wexford and we call them Devro? now that is a good one Yeah, and, do you call and Gatto Gatto or do you call it <laughs> <laughs> no we do call it Gatto but
4: it used to be a thing I was in school with Frank during the years and there wasn't a teacher that called him Devericks but he's always been Frankie Devericks so it's his friends anyway. well, fair enough
0: Okay, well, John, thanks a million. Good to see you. Now it's Golden Park. Another man that's familiar to Casey, our listeners, is here beside me. And you know, we do ask all the football people to get behind the hurlers, and that's uh, our own Willie Quinlan. Willie, you've enjoyed that first half. You're here with a few of the football fraternity. You've been impressed with St Mullins for leading, but there's one hell of a second half. But you did say to me off air a cracking game and a very sporting game.
5: Yeah, a very sporting game, Brendan. You you said before that you got it right. It's going to be a real close game. But I just see St Mullins in the, the last 10, 15 minutes getting that physicality you know, in or around the middle of the field, they're winning 50-50 balls. Obviously, you know, James Dyle doing really well. Marty's just incredible, has been incredible, I suppose, for Seth Mullins and Cardiff for a number of years. He scored a point here under the stand. Uh, you know, if, they scored, if, he, if he scored it in Croke Park, they'd be talking about for weeks and weeks. James Dyle, another man, two great points as well. They just have that physical Jack Cavanae in the middle. They have the runners... But it's not going to be easy. It's going no. to be right down to the wire because Ferns, Ferns I mean, got a great goal themselves. Uh, lovely players too. Yeah, the, the full forward Morris got got on a great yeah. move, and he's not even playing full forward. He's out around the middle, but he got on the end of a ball and and it scored a, a great goal. And that's what they're going to be looking for. In you the play, second you half played of the a good bit of hurling,
0: Willie. You played a Carlow Town, didn't
5: you? Yeah, played played actually the first time I played in Croke Park, Brendan was uh, with uh, Carlow uh, yeah. under under 16 against Down in a B All Ireland final. Um, really enjoyed the Hurling but when I started playing in the county you could decide at that time either football or Hurling so I went with the football and didn't didn't end up played a couple of senior matches actually played St Mullins here in a semi-final of a, a county final, senior county final. That's probably the last game I played with uh, with Carleton, Yeah.
0: Well, listen, enjoy the rest of the game. Will he go for Chuck well, popping up those tonight Thanks, Brendan. They got in for free as well, I heard. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> now there's a man here beside me, Shane O'Neill. He played in the IB Club Championship last week. He had a fantastic year. Palatine, he's working on Netwatch Cullen Park today because his daddy's much involved with the county board. Shane, well done with Palatine over the last few weeks. You were absolutely fantastic. Unlucky last week, but you did come up again a cracking good team in Port Arlington.
6: Yeah, uh, Port Arlington were an yeah. exceptional team. Um, and you know, best of luck to them next uh, week against Kilmakud so I really think they'll give them a good game but for, from our perspective we look back we had a very very good year um, probably written off a little bit at the start of the year um, but we worked really hard, um, Paddo came in, did a great job good selectors there and we just really the players took it to themselves and they worked hard all year and we were just rewarded, You know, things kind of fell nicely, lads came home from America uh, came back from their travels and stuff and Everything kind of just fell into place, so it was kind of a magical year for us.
0: And before I let you go, and before the second half starts here, the AIB Club Championship, it's not an easy place to win matches, and county finals is not an easy one, Shane. You beat the Wick- Wicklow Champions, but it is a tough competition, and St Mullins and Ferns, you're enjoying this one here today, but you're hoping the Carlow lads, of course, are going to win.
6: Absolutely, yeah, it's great to be here just watching this match. Um, you know, St Mullins, they're going very well. Um, I think they're kind of winning the physicality battle so far, so they're playing... What, against the wind now, so, or is it? Against the wind Yeah, it's, it's, it might so, have a
0: big bearing on it. But so, listen, um, I want to say, fight. from a personal point of view, I'm working with lads small over the country. You made a big name for yourself today. Well done since your school days, and well done with Pal. And I'm lucky and losing out, but you won the county final. and Congratulations, and thanks for having a word with us. Thanks, William Brendan. Thanks, Shane. That's a young man from Browns Hill. He was uh, exceptional with Palatine right throughout the year. And well done to Pad O'Flynn and uh, everybody involved there. We're ready to get the second half underway, Ter. And Shane ec- is
2: absolutely teaching along with Ian Byrne in FCJ. In he is indeed yeah.
0: <laughs> so, now. He is indeed. St Mullins playing from left to right. We're up and running. Sean Clear, the Kilkenny referee, gets us underway here. Half time in Netwatch Cullen Park. 12 points to St Mullins. 1 6 to Fern St Aidens. And the ball is on that far side. There's a bit of a ruck for possession. It's gone a little bit darker. The sun is going in, but it still remains very mild here with 16 degrees at the start of this second half. Who's going to get the opening score? Ferns need one to settle themselves down. St Mullins have a man injured on the far side. It's Marty Cavan injured again. Ferns go from distance. That's gone to white. the right and wide. Turns Ferns are having their fair share of
2: wides but that's why, wise Brendan yeah and there's concern wise. for
0: Marty on the far side he doesn't look good Turns Kelly I don't know what happened over there but Marty Kavanagh is in trouble and I don't know
2: what happened well I'll tell you one thing Marty's one, not one of those oh god bless. he, he seems to be in trouble with Brendan alright like, he's not one of those people go down simple you know he'd be a big uh, loss if he goes oh, off oh big loss wish for God's sake Brendan he is a huge player yeah, he doesn't look comfortable there now and I I, I,
0: I he know he's talking to player. the
2: mentors And well if he has to go off i tell you one thing he's bad because you know, he'll move in corner forward or something like. if he can if you think he has a chance like you know, he's a massive player in corner Yeah, he's up on his knees, knees. so hopefully,
0: hopefully it's only a stinger yeah, yeah he's, he's up is, I think yeah. that the crowd are very anxious over there he's up it looks like he's yeah. picked up he's up and the crowd are loving this because the crowd they're giving a clap He's, Listen, uh, the he, late great Sean King always says Marty Kavanagh when he used to come here Sean was a big football man of course and sadly he passed away a number of months ago yeah. but he said to me one day to hear you doing the hurling and because he heard us he came across to see him and he said he went to Carlow hurling away matches yeah. to see him here comes Paddy Boland Paddy Boland switch it back inside there goes Conor Keogh Conor Keogh goes for the oh That's Conor right, has put it wide and he should have scored he oh. should have scored St Mullen's got a chance that time swings and roundabouts St Aidan's went wide a few minutes ago but Conor Keogh should have scored
2: her. Oh, God, you know, I said he'll have nightmares over that. He was through, like, you know, and he was only about 30, 25, 30 metres out, like, you know, you know, 99 times a 100 he would the British No
0: list. scores in the second half. Here comes Ferns midfielder, Ian Byrne. He's moved infield. Paul Morris comes forward. Paul Morris wearing 14. He's put under pressure. Great work by Jerry Cody. They're really winning the physicality. The half-back line doing well. The ball's clear. downfield. James Dale runs onto it. Brushes it out to the right-hand side. His first touch is impeccable. He's timed on. It should be a free. It's not a free. A, free a referee gives now. a free out. That's a hard call that's a
2: free there's out. a broken
0: hurdle there too the set Mullins bench are not happy with that decision they're not happy with that decision by Sean I thought that might have been a push in the back you, t- you tell me what you've seen
2: yeah, yeah well Paddy Bowling kind of plowed into the other player from but behind that's why you I get the free yeah, yeah, well, that's course, what you yeah. see. well yeah, that's course, fair yes. call well then yeah, Sean no. clear is right No, it's a free out and number 10 is taking to Brendan well, number 10 is Tommy Dwyer, Tommy Dwyer.
0: What's a great take by the full forward. He's really done well. Turning and striking. That's a super, super score. That could be one that'll get Ferns underway. John Dwyer, it's his second of the afternoon. It's the first score in the second half. And that's exactly what happens. Mullins run the attack. Ferns got the rub of the green. They got the free out. It came downfield to John Dwyer and he absolutely nailed a cracking score for the Ferns men. Of course, this game brought to you today with thanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub, St. Mullins, catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus available. A to a free suit in. All. It is a free in. There's okay, an advantage yeah. coming here, yeah. There's a free. It's gone a little bit scrappy here, and it's gone yes. very dark as well. I think we could have the floodlights coming on.
2: Yeah, Jason. In fact, if we don't have the floods coming on along with it, you know, as I said, it's getting very, very dark. But Jason was kind of uh, he was strangled to the ground that time, and that's a free, and it's probably well Marty's going up to take Brendan. To Twelve
0: points. St. Mullen seven one seven two Fern So a two-point lead for the Carlo champions. We're into the fourth minute of the second half here at Netwatch Cullen Park, and Marty Kavanaugh steps up. He's on the 45 metre line, ready to send this one into the Dublin Road and go. The breeze, if anything, has died down. It was yes. strong enough for the opening half. How slightly
2: th- against them, wouldn't it be? Slightly against them. Looking at the
0: flag, I think it's with them at the moment, turns. Uh, the sideline flag is blowing and the other flags are blowing the other way. Marty Cavanaugh sends this one in and he drills it over the bar oh, for- First one for St Mullins and all they've got to do is keep that scoreboard ticking over St Mullins 13 points Ferns 1-7 we're back out to a three point lead for the Carlow Champions the pokeout comes from the Ferns goalkeeper James Lawler James Lawler winds up for the big one sends it way over to the far side all press box style drops inside the 45 metre line Gerald Cody reaches for it but the breaking ball comes back to Chris Turner Chris Turner feeds it back across that 45 but Cody comes back again the half back line have been fantastic Billy Byrne said that in the first half this man is playing the game of his life for St Mullins Jack Cavan is the name distributes one right over to the stand side Ferns try and gather it. The Ferns man lies down on top of the ball. He does well in fairness to him, Patrick Breen. He does well, but the man putting the pressure on him is Paddy And Back comes Paul Morris, the experienced Wexford player. Tries to get this one worked well. He sends it all the way across field. They're trying to get it as far as the man wearing 21. The man wearing 21 is James Tongs. He gets it into the half-forward line, and a shot from That's distance light. is That's going light. to go Brevin. to the right and wide, and they're wasted opportunities by Ferns. They're wasted opportunities. There's a change on the Ferns team. The man that didn't start, Declan Byrne, the captain, is coming in. He obviously was hold, carrying an injury, and the man that's leaving the field is Connor Scallon, wearing 23. So, four is in on the field now. So Declan Byrne, and he is the captain. Turns Kelly. So obviously he he's carrying a bit of a knock.
2: Obviously, like, it, because i was speaking with the people before the match down there. Like, and there was concern like about, about the two cornerbacks, and both of them had been replaced. But now he's back on. The captain's back on.
0: Here's Kevin Kil with the puck out. Kevin in the goal. One seven ferns, but thirteen points to St Mullins out come Ferns with the ball. A bit of a scrappy play by Owen Murphy. He uh dilly-dallyed with it that time he was put under a little bit of pressure he got a late challenge then on the far side ball comes back downfield it'll be tidied up by Pawdy Keogh.
2: Yeah, the Ferns half-back half line are starting to get into, into this game Brendan they're causing a few problems there Pawdy Kyo
0: sends a great ball down Conor Kyo gets it one Kyo to the other drills a beautiful ball into the full forward line now can they get something here the big man has a t- dial Jay, not James it's uh, the John. other John on the far side John oh, 13 that's going to be a free in Conor Kill had the ball, Conor Kyo was fouled, and they win the free on the 45, and Ferns are just going to have to be that little bit careful, they're that giving away frees, and yeah, that was high. That has to be a yellow card, that it is, is a yellow card, it, yellow it, was, card. Yellow it was very it high. Is,
2: yeah, it was like, you know, that was around the neck, you know, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, Conor, in fact, he's one of those players, I like, couldn't understand how he didn't make the team of the year you yeah. know as I said I had a chat with Jordan Murphy about it and he, he admitted this and it was a mistake
0: OK Turns, all your friends now you. we're on the full frequency now St Mullins are leading here by 13 points to Fern St Aiton's 1-7 we're 7 minutes into the second half Martin Kavanagh steps up to take this free he scored seven scores in the first half he's dead straight in front of goal into the Dublin road end St Mullins and Carlo. number 11 here's the lift from Marty there's the strike it wasn't going to be found wanting anyway there's a white flag going to be raised and there's two points for Marty in the second half Ferns of course here founded in 1886 won their first Wexford title in 2022 they have six uh, intermediate championships they're first in 58 they're last in 07 they have two under 21s 05 and 07 and of course their noted players Ian Byrne, Tommy Dwyer, Paul Morris Amon, Scott. And Gavin Bailey, but they've got a fine team here in Carroll today. But St Mullins are mopping up a good bit in the half back line at the moment. But they just want to get the ball away. They mopped it up and did all the donkey work that time. But Ferns are going to come back and get a bite of the cherry here. But Paddy O'Shea puts in an interception. Oh, Jack Cavan has given away possession to Paul Morris. His flick was good and intelligent, but he just didn't find this uh, F- St Mullins man. That's a mistake. It's the only mistake Jack Cavan has made all day. His intention was correct, Turns Kelly, but he just rushed it a little bit, and that was a present of a point for Ferns. I'm not quite sure who finished it.
2: Ah, uh, but the man with the 14, 14 Paul Morris Paul well you
0: can't give Paul a finish like that because we've seen him in purple and gold and we see him here in red and white and he's a quality player Paul Morris it's 14 points St Mullins it's 1-8 to Ferns yeah. it's a 3 point game here comes St Mullins James Dyle rests for that ball they were put under pressure by Jason O'Neill and James Dyle but out come Ferns are so just struggling to get it up they have it up on Murphy he's a big man at centre back plays it towards Chris Turner Chris Turner tries to get back but inside the half back line Mick Walsh stands Mick Walsh does very very well it was a Paddy O'Shea in actual fact and Sean Clearer gives a free there and you know what that, that's that's a hard call it's a hard you know it's easy to give a free for it something is, like that
2: He's like and you can't stand back and let a man walk through you either, no like. you no, know the man that's, just, that's, stood that's, shade, just stood in front of me. kind of put his I'll head I tell you, tell you know, now, he was that, that, rugby.
0: that's not a free in Kilkenny well, like that wouldn't be a free in Kilkenny.
2: It wouldn't be a free in a lot of places. For us. <laughs> no, that,
0: was a, that was a dodgy <laughs>
2: one. <laughs> anyway, he, he'd been in Tormund Park. because He put the head down and he went Oh, it's Parky like
0: Cueve now. It's Parky Cueve it now. Oh, previews. yeah. Yeah, Munster are going to move all their matches there now to bet the better South Africans. Quite Here about. comes uh, the free. For Ian Byrne. He's way out the field. He's got to get this. They've had a few wides. It's fourteen points to one nine. There's two between them. Is there only one between them now? That's yes there that's is. That's all. Yes, there's a well there's two between them rather, because that's up to twelve. I got it wrong in the beginning. Fourteen points to one nine, there's still two. There was three. Two between them, but it's a great score by Ian Burn nonetheless, Turns.
2: Great score by Ian Byrne. yeah, long ways out like you know, this game is far from over that like, you know Ferns are after getting into this game since the half time since well, since the second half started like you know there's a battle right on here like St. Murns are lead by two points, but but there's 10 minutes on the second 14 hand.
0: points a night. Well, there's 20 minutes remaining with tanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub. Down there in St Mullins. Catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus available to suit all. There's an injury to a Ferns man. There's we'll an do, in- injury we'll to a Ferns,
2: ferns man. Blanchfield's be doing very well down there. They're a great setup down and there. A great
0: man looking after it.
2: Oh, God, they surely have.
0: That's, uh, that's the story. So... Oh. Mickey Wells said he had a great day down in Nolan Park and he didn't miss me. So there we are. Is it Martin Quielty today? The Shamrocks. March on to the semi final, the is 27th, and have sent Mullins or Fernsmen here. They'll be on the other side of the draw, they'll be up against Cluck Balakala or Kilnakud Crooks That could be a compliment to Seven Mickey, he likes me. He likes me. But anyway, <laughs> they're all enjoying the coverage wherever you are across the world. Carlo, Wick, Wexford, Kilkenny, people. I,
2: wish by, by, by I don't
0: know what the final score was, but the they won well. There were
2: 17 points up there they won, they, won
0: the, they won the match, that's the main thing. We'll get it in a second. They'll get it in a second. Here come the ball downfield for St Mullins. Can they get a score up here? They need one and they need one quickly. It's Paddy ball and on the attack, but Ferns get in the defence this time. St Mullins, however, with the momentum, carry it forward, and Connor Keogh gets in a stick on the far side. I don't know who has the ball. There's 20 players over there, and now there's another scrum for possession. A few rooks and mauls It was good open hurling in the opening half. Ferns have won this rook. They're going to play the short ball out to the man who's back playing as a defender, Johnny Dwyer. Johnny Dwyer comes forward. They're trailing by two. There's an advantage coming here. The foul has been committed by Philip Connors there's an advantage coming and it'll come back the advantage is now over as the ball comes down towards Corey Byrne Dunbar he's out over the line and the referee is he giving a free over well, there or is it a line ball
2: it has to be a line ball like, it can't be a free he blew, blew the, the whistle he did he blew the whistle and he pointed in but I'd, I'd say it's a line ball isn't does it? the
0: linesman put the flag up or are we going back all the way for the free
2: well, I think he's given a free I'm God, i to tell
0: you no it's a line ball I think yeah. 4.25 to 15 was the final score. Come on, Pascal. That song that will be flying around Ballyhill if they get to the Leinster final. 4.25 to
2: 15, 12 and 10. We'll know if he rises
0: it. If he rises it, it's a free. If he doesn't, it's a sideline cut. It, it it's a, a free. free. It is a free, Brendan, yeah. It is a free. It's a free for Corey Byrne Dunbar to put only one between them. Or it's Ian Byrne in actual fact. He sends it in and has he got it? And he that's has. a well-taken free from Ian Byrne. Ian Byrne has got it, it's back to a one point game, Turns Kelly, 14 points St Mullins 1-10 to Ferns 11 and a half minutes gone here in Netwatch Cullen Park in the second half of a 30 minute half big ball downfield I think the floodlights have to come on I think the are on here comes Seth Mullins through the middle of the park Conor Keogh comes forward comes forward 25 points in that match here comes You're Marty, Marty Cavana sprinting like Molly Scott right into the D oh lovely ball delivered infield flick back and say oh just another chance of a goal but it just came up for Jason O'Neill and an interception from Ferns deprived Seth Mullins of another one as they try to go forward it's 1-10 to Ferns 14 points to St Mullins a one point lead for the men. here's Marty from distance pitches a beautiful ball to the brother Jack out on the far side Jack has a look at the pause he's plenty of time he's space he drills a long range ball downfield he puts it wide and sent Mullins are now starting to hit wide Conor Keogh a few minutes ago Jack at this time and he'd all the time in the world turns but the, the pressure time. is on it's a one point game in Netwatch Cullen Park Yeah
2: the pressure on Ferns are starting to hold really really well They're half back line are cutting out an awful of the ball so they are and uh, they're, running, they're coming on the Tech here again Brendan
0: 525 to 15 I think was the final score there in Nolan Park 14 points St Mullins 110 to Ferns Ferns need a score to level it up here St Mullins defended well again they're doing well in the half back line out comes the corner back Paddy Poddy Kyo. Paddy done well and he's won a free. he got caught on the arm the Ferns players are not happy this time but oh, there's one thing I'll say for Sean Clear he's consistent
2: it's consistent, but I think he made a few mistakes. But anyway, listen, Party Kehoe is the one is down injured. He's up in his knees now, like this experienced defender, midfielder, center forward, down through the years. Like, he's a good hurler. And... Uh, he certainly
0: yeah. is that great hurlers back in the day back in the 50s Aidan Summers Eddie Morrissey Dick Gladney that some brilliant names back then the St Mullins men and of course back in the 80s then that Pat Murphy and Pat Cody came of age and there were some great players produced by the club down there and they have uh, all served uh, Green Jersey very very well and always committed to the Carlo cause as well here's Marty Kavanagh he's well back inside his own half of the park is he going to go for this Marty Kavanagh He sends it downfield. I called him Marty Morrissey one time. Marty wasn't bad at the hurling either. Down towards James Dyle. James, lovely hand, lovely turn. Has to make an angle for himself here. He does. He makes an angle. He floats it in. Oh, James Dyle, my son. That's a top drawer score. James Dyle has put St Mullins 2 points ahead 15 points to St Mullins One tenth 10 to Ferns 14 minutes on the clock We've a change We've a change And number 20 is in on the St Mullins team And that's O'Sheen Ryan
2: A man that's well able to play hurling Yeah, Mihal's young lad in Helens Yeah, he's a good hurler this young lad
0: yeah, so confirmation of that scoreline is Ballyhill winning that game very very well uh, 5.25 to 15 we were given a wrong text there didn't come from Shane this time but <laughs> thanks Pascal and talking <laughs> about some
2: of the older players Brendan we never mentioned Mick Morrissey Mick Morrissey the, he was in the chairman and he of the New York as well board. yeah and he played for Wexler for many years he
0: certainly did Here's the, po- the referee is going to have a word with someone here I think he's having a word with the Mick Walsh Michael Walsh the captain of St Mullins I don't know what this is about and he could, no he's calling back the Ferns man the number 7 Kieran Roberts so I don't know what this is about Turns obviously something happened and no, it's, it's not it's not Mick Walsh it's, no, actually, uh, it's actually it's actually John, John Dyle, Dyle yeah, yeah it's John That's
2: John Dyle Lachlan's uh, young lad yeah uh, did he give cards there yeah he did he gave cards to the two
0: yeah two yellow cards don't know what that's about here's the poke out from the Ferns goalkeeper meanwhile sent Mullins lead by 15 points to Ferns one goal and ten we're into the 15th minute of the second half with 15 left to go a short ball from the keeper out to Owen Murphy the centre back the runner comes to the full back position now it's up to Chris Turner he's in the middle of the park Chris Turner for Ferns racing forward Turner finds a bit of space scored in the first half Egan Spoonstile over the 65 metre line lays it off but gives away possession and it's hurled back downfield by Philip Connors but Philip has given away the ball completely uh, Red Leamy Welsh was a great player down there too the texts are flying in we only mentioned them lads to give a few legends they're all legends let's cover it that way we have a match here today Jack Kavanagh reaches to the stars, wins that ball. Breaks it down, mopped up a lot today. He's been pulled from behind. There's an advantage coming here. There's a free to set Mullins in their own half-back line. Terence, to just got to tidy things up a little bit, but they're playing well enough. There's a sub coming in on the Ferns team. Yeah. That's Benny Jordan, the number 26.
2: Now the, the centre forward, Chris Turner's going off. A little bit surprised at that now. You know, I thought Chris Turner played well in the first half, but number 26 is in and he's preferred. And, he, uh, and number 11 is coming off.
0: He could be getting tired, Terence. Could be getting yeah, tired. He better, looks, yeah, he looks tired. He looks tired. He looks tired. 15 points to St Mullins. 15 points to St Mullins. 1 10 to Fern St Aidens. The JJ Cavan and Sons Kilkenny Under 21 A Championship at half time. O'Loughlin Gales 4 points. Moon 3 9. That's a total of 12 points. So Moon leading that one by 8 points at half time. Here comes St Mullins. That looks good. That's gone That's in. It's gone over the bar. And St Mullins. I've got one from their number 15, Paddy Boland. Paddy Boland makes it 16 points to St Mullins. Won 10 to Ferns. We're back to a three-point game, turns.
2: Yes, Paddy's second score. got one of the first half. Paddy's a decent hurler, so he is. And, uh, you know, St Mullins are, what, they're three points up, Brendan. And there's 15 minutes, 16 minutes gone.
0: Big puck out from the Ferns goalkeeper James Lawler Down on top This man has pulled Another one out of clouds Jack Cavanaugh Sends it across Towards Paddy O'Shea Paddy O'Shea For St Mullins Sending it down Towards James Dyle Out he comes A beautiful turn From James Dyle He has it out Towards the 21 metre line for 45 metre line Gets it out to Conor Keough Conor races forward Conor Keough Sprinting outside Conor Connor Conor Keough Conor Q. He's got the goal Conor Kill For St Mullins They're on their feet Here in Netwatch Colin Park He was a cracking Midfielder for Tom Mulally's Carlo team and the Joe McDonough. He played well beside Fiacra. He's played well here. He made a blunder in the first half. But I can tell you one thing. He was no blunder coming there. That's a goal and a half from Conor Keogh.
2: Ciarton Murphy made a blunder too. I told him he should be on the team of the year, Brennan. I told him he was a class hurler. Te- anyway, listen, Keirton, I'll forgive you. Next year's coming. But I'm just saying a classy goal. Classy goal. Te-
0: team of the year is only one man's opinion. Everyone has a different opinion. <laughs> Here come Ferns, they need a score Floating one in, it's a good reply to be fair From the number 15, John DeWire He's third from play, he's a tidy hurler It's one sixteen to St Mullins, it's 11 to Ferns There's five between them We're into the 18th minute, Turns Kelly with 12 minutes remaining
2: Good score, good score from the corner forward Johnny DeWire, like you know he put the ball out Very very near the sideline, he had a bit of an angle to deal with Like, But St Mullins are on the attack And it's the goalie clearing the ball out there Kevin Gehoe, a long ball down to the full forward line
0: Tied it up by the man wearing 21 who did start the game for Ferns, James Tonks. James Tongs feeds it back to James Lawler in the goal for Ferns. However, St. Mullins lead this one. 116 to 11. Five between them. Ball breaks back in field. The St. Mullins defence have been excellent today. Now have to clear this one. Jerry Cody won a great ball in the ground there. John Dorn is back there. The St. Mullins crowd. John Dorn comes out like a man. Experience at his best. No substitute for experience. He's the been fouled hitting that pre-o. ball. Oh, well done, John Dorn. Look at the crowd on the far the side. Man oh, it. <laughs> oh, the man from Marley. He did really well there, Terkelly.
2: Yeah, in fact, just uh, Kevin Keohane here at the last one. I think Kevin will get married uh, in two or three weeks' time, so we wish Kevin all the best.
0: Yeah, and their dinner dance the last weekend in January as well. But they'll worry about that. They'll be hoping to get to Croke Park after today, but they'll see how things go. They won their first championship in 1932. They have 28 titles now. Their last, of course, in 1922. That's St Mullins I speak of here. But uh, John Dorn, what a great bit of defending from the experienced John. And uh, we mentioned Gerard Cody. Gerard's is only 25 at the moment. Paddy Potty Keohane, Paddy's around the world. Here's Martin Kavanagh. This fella's round, you think forever, sends in a cracking That's score, oh, it's one wide,
2: wide that one
0: went, uh, cracking shot I should have said, but it went to the left and wide Turns is a few wides which could yeah. come back to haunt either team.
2: Five wides for Saint same one over is over the space of time and uh, Ferns have six wides so not a lot in it.
0: Not a lot in it is right That's turns Kelly on analysis here, a place in Croke Park awaits St Mullins or Ferns St Aidan as Ferns come forward that's a free and it's a stupid free by St Mullins to give away it's going to be a nailed on score for Ian Byrne for the Ferns men the scoreboard reads 116 to St Mullins, 111 to Ferns, 19 minutes played. We're into the 20th with 10 minutes remaining here in Netwatch Cullen Park.
2: Turns he's going to score this. He's going to score this, like, you know, he should score. It'll it be a terrible miss if he missed it, like, 111, what, 116? It's uh, five points in it, as we speak, but, you know, this chap is good for you, to take He's the leading scorer of Exhort, Edenburn, and this teacher from FCJ had one no, it should be no problem too. Yeah, I was
0: trying to work out how many county titles John Dorn has, he is six. He has six, John is 35 now, but he's been a tremendous servant and he has still a great servant. That's gone in and over to Bahrain. Byrne sends this one in. That's his fourth. That's his fourth of the afternoon. Erns Kelly on analysis, of course, the one to Wexford County Final, 119. To St. Martins, 21 points. Paul Morris, as I've said earlier on, man of the match, and Declan Byrne, was the captain on that famous day. here, St Mullins, dangerous ball though. There have to be more clarity on those passes, turns, Kelly. They're letting Ferns back into the match. 116-112, four in it. They've got to keep it a two-score game, haven't they?
2: Yeah, they have indeed. It was a bad pass, but as it turned out, but it's gone back towards the defence and Paul Doyle is hopefully in control here. He
0: is, yeah. It's going to be a line ball to St Mullins. It went out off the number 12, Corey Dunbar-Byrne. And is the St Mullins' experience of having played in the Leinster Championship a few years ago... You know, I was talking to a few of the lads down there, and they said they believe that they were probably a better team this year than the team that got to play the Shamrocks in uh, the Leinster final, and they really put a great battle up that day against the Shamrocks. Oh, got
2: a uh, no-standing battle, no-standing battle, like, you know. But up front, like you know, they have a couple of forwards that are. Jason Leal hasn't hit the heights that he can not hit today as yet. I'm just saying, I think he scored he two six, very, scored two, two six in the county final, I got. Sure he did, Brendan. He scored winning point against Rangers in 2019 points. That broke your heart. Well, I tell you, one thing, I've broken <laughs> of heart down our way. But anyway, he's a cracking hurler.
0: Yeah, here to come out of defence, James Doyle is back there. John Dorn John Dorn to Gerrard Cody Gerrard Cody down the field 116 St Mullins 112 to Ferns 29 minutes remaining the Ferns centre back Owen Murphy reached for that one he got a bit of luck but he plays it to his midfielder Rory Scallon Ferns are going to drop a few in around the house now Scallon centres across Paul Dyle goes up Paul is goal side of his man looks like St Mullins have an extra defender at the moment out to come with the ball but again the clarity wasn't there they've given away possession Ferns are going looking for a goal and they've got a great save by Kevin Keogh oh Kevin keeps up the great family tradition with a brilliant save but turns the clarity I was on about us get the bloody slither out of there. I
2: know exactly what you're on about, like, but you know, the guard on the goal line rested that ball going through. And Marty is on the attack, Brendan. Here they go. No, it's not Marty. That's
0: it. The corner forward, Paddy, yeah. Bowling. Paddy Bowling. There's a ball. Oh, that's a free. That's free. a free. Said Mullins are dictating the pace now. The man that done well that time was O'Sheen Ryan. He ran in across the D. But I tell you one thing, Paddy Bowling ran and Paddy Bowling ran from Marley to Drummond. And he got back to Bahana and he's bet for Brett on the ground at the moment, but he's entitled to take a deep breath. Said Mullins Lead this one 116 to 112, 22 minutes on the clock, eight remaining. Turns, this is vital, and Marty Kavanagh has got to score it Marty, because they've got to keep it a two-score game. Will this will make it, it. this will make, huh? make it a three-score game
2: no doubt about this man is on fire but I tell you Ocean Ryan he would need to strangle going through at that time like the chop was going in he would cut around the neck but listen they're tough down there
5: this is a familiar voice what do you make of this now will you proud Carl what do you make of it now yeah well it was a great start by Ferns in the second half got a couple of points early but you see Seth Mullins are after settling and that goal obviously looks like it's after maybe putting it to bed I know there's 8 minutes left but it's 117 to 112 could have been the difference a great save from the keeper at this end but Saint Mullins uh, go up the other end, get a free, and that man Marty just drops it over the bar. So all to play for, but Saint Mullins in the driving seat here, Brendan. Thanks,
0: Willie. Willie Quinlan shouting on Saint Mullins today here, live from Netwatch Cullen Park. With thanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub. Here comes Saint Saint Aidan's of Ferns. They'll co- they'll be like a wasp. The dying sting will come but out comes Paul Dial got a flick on that it's going to be a sideline ball to Ferns St. Aidens right outside the 20 metre line 24 minutes gone 117 to St. Mullins 112 to Ferns there's 5 between them here in Netwatch Cullen Park the sideline ball will be taken by the man wearing number 19 that's Conor O'Toole I think is making his way down there for the Ferns. no it's number 10 in actual fact Conor O'Toole is not on Tommy Dwyer turns
2: Brendan is number 15 gone off of the Ferns team there so he is and uh, as far as I can see and uh, number 22 is in I think John Breen
0: John Breen is in here's the sideline cut it's a good one has to be dealt with Ferns have it Ferns have a great defence St Mullins again still not cleared where's the ball Jack Kavanagh he's been absolutely outstanding to a man for St Mullins today he's been given a job by Morris Elward. And there's no one has done a sweeper's job as well as Jack Cavanagh. And this fella has been super. Paddy O'Shea. Now, can they win the match? They didn't clear the ball downfield. They were over Paddy Boland Ferns is man is free dragged free from behind. Ferns. It's going to be a free into Ferns and the ball could be moved up. It's one seventeen to St Mullins. It's one twelve to Ferns. There's just over five minutes remaining, Turns A place in Croke Park awaits them. Shamrocks will play. Shamrocks will play Nace in the semi-final. St Mullins or Ferns will play, play the winners the, uh, of Club Balacola or... Kilmacud Crooks. Yeah. not quite sure how that is going but we'll get an update for you but on sure. it now if I can't find it maybe Shane can find it back at base so the story is the story is and he comes in the game of Dublin there chaps so we're just uh, waiting to uh, see, see what happens here's the free for Ian Byrne he strikes it is it gone over the bar it is yeah. well he's been good full credit to Ian Byrne full credit a big day for Wexford it was yesterday with Tig Furlong, the Wexford man captaining the Ireland team to beat Fiji. Can Ferns lift the siege here? 117-113 is the score. There's four between the sides. The two-score game is vital, turns. I keep saying it.
2: Absolutely vital. Like you know, the clock has waited what 25 minutes just after passing. And uh, you know, St. Mullins are on the attack.
0: Yeah, young Ryan is in underneath it here. He's done well. And uh, he's trying to get it. A, a touch on it there, Oshin, of course. It's one Halls. St. Mullins now have to try and win it back because the centre back is coming out with it Owen Murphy he, he's fouled band. he's fouled and Ferns have got the free it'll all come down to discipline and he took a bit of a knock as well there Kilmacud Crocs are in control at half time in Croke Park uh, in Parnell Park I should say goals of motion work and Brendan Scanlan has the Dublin Champions 2-6-7 to seven ahead of Cluck Balacolla and that yeah. is the story and uh, it will be uh, half uh, 14 men Uh, there was a red card for Brian Corby there as well so Clough Balacolla down to 14 uh, men so that is the story there so that is the story 117 to 113 St Mullins lead here against Ferns but here's Ian Byrne he really needs this he really needs it
2: yeah and he's gone the right way about it Brendan he's got it he's, he's got, got it the Fern supporters
0: believe there could be something in it for them yes that's we're now times. back to a one score game St Mullins need the next one if they want to get the Croke Park 117 to 114 6 points for Ian Byrne with thanks to Blanchfield's country pub St Mullins catering for private functions and Christmas parties with tailored menus available to suit all good man Seamus thanks for that today as the ball comes back downfield O'Sheen Ryan goes in tries to win it Marty Kavan is there too there's a lot of white helmets I think that's Marty down there it is, and it's like a rugby match. They're all falling on top of one another. I think Philly Connors is there as well. The man comes away with the ball. It's Philip Connors. There's oh, it's a little bit high, but the man has it done well with Paddy bowling and lovely stick work, Paddy. There's a free coming here. A there's free, a free, there's coming, a free and coming, and this it's is vital. It's this it's is vital. vital to make it a two-score game for the carlo champions. It's one seventeen cent Mullins. It's one fourteen to Ferns. It's in the melting pot, but this is absolutely vital. This is absolutely vital. Yeah, vital.
2: Yeah, Marty's is, Marty is going to take this and like us well within his compass, like, you know. Gerrit, we this didn't... Is a we, huge, we, huge effort now.
0: Your club has a big day here next Saturday, but this is massive for St Mullins. In the dying moments now, they've got to keep it a two-score game well, the well, turns.
2: Look, at, We
7: won't count any chickens. It's still a good bit to go. Um, they're flying, they're playing great hurling and... Uh, the county men have provided great leadership But it's, it's the other lads on the team yeah. Who have stood up every single one of them Like Jack Cavanagh Havin is, is having an absolute brilliant day Marty obviously, James Doyle um, Conor Coe is the, probably the best young player in the county at the moment You know they're really up for this game Fair play to them And they're, they've got the free they got that free by Marty and, uh, Enjoyed you know, a few minutes here um, Four points up which is important To get out beyond the four And keep it that way and please God they'll, they'll hold on to the end and, and have
0: another great hurling day for Carlo. Okay, Gerard, we talked at the end. Gerard Isle, Piero of the County Board, two points between, or uh, four points between, a massive ball downfield. Back goes Jack Cavanagh again. Uh, he's been up. Oh, Jack Cavanagh spilt it. He got away when it gets it to John Dorn. John Dorn, he's blocked down. He's blocked down, but the pressure's going to come from Ferns because they need scores. They need scores. There's Jared Cody. The full back line have been tremendous. Here comes James Dyle. He sprints out with this ball. Looks downfield. Shorts the grip on the stick. Finds a man on the far side and Paddy Boland. Paddy Boland gets it up. Paddy looks downfield. Paddy drills one down towards O'Sheen Ryan. O'Sheen gets the touch. Flicks it inside Declan Byrne. O'Sheen goes back in on. gets the ball. Byrne got a touch on it, to be fair to the Wexford man. Out come Ferns. They need scores and they need them quickly. But said Mullins are causing them problems. It's 1.18 Cent Mullins. 114 to Ferns. We've a minute and a half left in Netwatch Cullen Park. They're going to go looking for goals. Ferns as Benny Jordan sends a massive ball in and over the bar. We're back to a three-point game. Benny Jordan has got the score for Ferns. It's a cracking finish here in Netwatch Cullen Park. He's only on the field a few minutes. The number 26. A three-point game. One minute of normal time remaining in Netwatch Cullen Park. 118 to St Mullins. 115 to Ferns. Terence Kelly, a minute left. Here's a sub coming in on the St Mullins team. I think they're bringing in the experience. And Seamus Murphy. Seamus Murphy is warming up to come in down there. Dial is underneath it. The big man James. Or not James, John was underneath that. Sean Clear has seen something there. I don't know what it is, but he's given Ferns a free from the halfback line. Turns Kelly. It's a three-point game. Our Ferns going to go looking for a goal and try and bring this game to extra time?
2: Well, should they have to, Brendan. Like, you know, we're in the 29th, we're in the 30th minute, so we are. And probably Ian will probably drop it in or with the square or, or will he go for it, Brendan? He well, could there's going to be either. plenty of time. There'll and probably will, be three yeah. or four minutes
0: at a time. Yeah, so, take yeah, your points. The goals will come themselves, as they say.
2: Yeah, there probably probably will be three minutes, I would imagine.
0: A right good match.
2: A cracking match. A cracking match, like, you know, winner, win, win loser, draw. Like, both teams have done their self-credit.
0: Here's Ian Byrne. With the free for the Fernsman back inside his own 45. He's he for hit this he so far. It's gone from Ferns to Kamolin and, and nearly into glory. It's gone over the bar. It's gone over the bar from Ainburn. We're back to a two-point game. A lethal, lethal lead. Seamus Murphy that's is
2: that's in. That's seven points
0: 13. Seamus Murphy is in. And the man that's four, minutes. Out of, four, four minutes, minutes of additional time, and John Dyle is off. Seamus Murphy is in. The puck out is vital from Kevin Kill. Two-point advantage for the Carlo Champions over the Wexford Champions. Two. Four minutes of normal or at a time Seamus Murphy, Sheamus. he wins the first ball He tries to get it away, looked like he was fouled Referee isn't given anything Ferns have a bit of momentum at the moment They're coming forward, Ferns man falls Trying to get away with the ball Sends it back to the wing Half back position Conor Kyo comes in Throws in the shoulder The referee's given a free To Ferns from the 65 metre line Ian Byrne will surely Slot this one over And put one point between them It's going to be some finish here In Netwatch Cullen Park We've mentioned the two scores Seamus Murphy is furious He didn't get a free And you know what
2: He has a a point He has a big point He has has a point He has a big point Yeah he was He was pulled down Like you know Going for the ball But Anyway, this, uh, this is Ian Byrne will probably go for this. Yeah, he has
0: to go for it, Char. He puts only one between them. There's four minutes to play. One of the four has played. Ferns are now going in search of a point from Ian Byrne. He's been dynamite with the freeze in the middle of the park. Here he is, the Wexford inter-county man. Ian Byrne stands behind it. He's got a great setup, a bit like Johnny Wilkinson in the All 3 yeah. Rugby World Cup. He's right behind the ball. Crouches the knees. There's the lift. There's the strike. It's traveling. It's traveling. It's traveling. And there's one point between them and that watch Cullen Park. Ferns were on the ropes. They're off the ropes. They're in the ring. And this is going to finish with one hell of a battle. We have two and a half minutes of added time remaining. Kevin Cope hooks the ball out. The Set Mullins men are looking for it. Here it goes. Kevin winds up for the big one. The Garda in goal for Set Mullins. Big ball downfield. Up the rise for the ball said Mullins have it, the man that has it is O'Sheen Ryan, races forward, Ferns have built a red and white wall on that far side, the line ball will favour Ferns on the far side, and they're looking for the Ferns selector over there on the far side and if he's not careful he'll get it clipping he tried to keep the ball he tried to keep the ball, so we'd all do it if we were there, and the game was in the melting pot 118 to St Mullins, 117 to Ferns, two minutes of additional time left to go, we've 32 played in a 30 minute game, Sean Clear said there'll be four minutes of added time Ferns knocking a big high long dropping ball Jack Kavanagh gets to it Jack Kavanagh gets to it Across comes Paul Dial The old dog for the hard road And the pup for the pat Downfield it. Seamus Murphy hovers We've seen him playing against Galway and Salt Hill. He played a blinder that there for Colin Bonner's men St Muller's trying to come forward there's a bit of holding down there Marty Kavanagh wrestles for possession it's in the right department of the field referee is he going to blow the whistle there's, is there a free coming he allows play to continue Marty Kavanagh there was 10 lads on his back and Ferns come out with the ball they're going looking for an equalising score here come Ferns steaming down the field James Dyle put in the interception so did Jerry Cody now it's with James Dyle James Dyle has it on the far side I can't see who has it now there's a cluster of players in the 33 minutes on the clock. that's a free in that's a free in and said let Mullins have a free to make it a two-point game. Marty Kavanagh has to score this one. He scored one in the Alliance National Hurley League against Galway to get Cardinal a draw here three years ago. Can he get this one to give St Mullins a two-point advantage? We're heading into 45 seconds remaining. 45 seconds remaining in Netwatch Cullen Park. Marty Kavanagh is placing the ball. St Mullins lead by one. Can they lead by two with tanks? to Blanchfields Country Pub in St Mullins. The roof will lift if St Mullins win this one below in Blanchfields. Here's the free for Marty. He looks to the goal on the Dublin Road end. The Carlo Talisman. He was on the Joe Mack team of the year. Yes. He could be on the AIB club of the year team at the end of the day. He's kept the scoreboard ticket over. St Mullins lead by two. 119, 117. Ferns will coming looking for a goal. Here goes the long, high-dropping ball from Owen Murphy. In around the house it goes. Sen Bullens have a pull out on the ground. Out comes oh. Kevin Keogh. We have to have this one. It has to be over, Sean Clear. Oh, the ball is hooked. The keeper's hooked on the far side. What's Sean Clear looking at? The four minutes are well over. They're well over. St Mullins and James Dyle have it. Blow the whistle, Sean. It's all over. St Mullins all way the at the Crock Park. We'll be there with the Shamrocks on the 27th. They were fancy to do well in this one. They've done well in this one, said Mullins. It's another blow for Wexford hurling Karloff got one over them. The Rangers went out the ballot in the Leinster final back in 2014. 119 to 117. Ferns were excellent, but said Mullins were brilliant.
2: Listen, honest to God, or you know, it was a brilliant performance. Like you have to have two great teams to have a great match. But you know, Brendan, this was a great match. It
0: was, it was a great match from a, a Carlo point of view as well. But two great teams on absolutely, full
2: credit the Ferns. Absolutely, like it. that that last free that Conor Keogh got, that Marty that Marty planted. You know, that was a vital, vital free. Conor went through about three players to get the free. And you know, this is, this is just a, a, it's a great day. Asher's great Carlo. for them. It, look, at, for I know
0: Wexford gets some brilliant days on big days, and it Absolutely. would have been brilliant for Absolutely. Ferns. But look, at, we're here for Casey The Ferns yeah. lads are broken hearted, but it all comes down to experience. Seamus Murphy goes into the goalkeeper, James Lawler. James is broken hearted in there, but look, at, a brilliant year for Ferns, their yeah. first ever senior title. Absolutely. And it's brother. not easy winning Leinster.
2: Absolutely. Like, you know, it's not easy winning Wexford or Leinster. It's not easy winning any county title. Like, but same one as on the day they were brilliant. Like, you know, as I said, Ferns. To a man, there wasn't a dirty stroke in the match. Now, we we'll have
0: to have a bit of fun here as well. Yeah. Normally, when he plays, we give him a bit of ribbon and he's a character he's great. You talk about the Martys and the James and the Paul Diles and the, the Paul D. Kios and the John Dorns and the Kevin Kios. What about Jack Jack Havana? What
2: about him? He's a great one. Outstanding. He's an no, outstanding no bit of stuff. Like, you know, he lives down the road from me like he... Uh, I know all about him really. he's he's a tough, right. he's I tell right you, I thought him. it was his
0: best performance ever. I uh,
2: know, he, he was brilliant. Like, you know, Marty, like, Marty is... Yvonne O'Rourne great stuff
0: yeah well indeed there's Clun Moorman everywhere the chairman of the county board is here now he's not here to jump on the bandwagon he's here because he was beside me Jim Bulgeray intended bringing him in early on Jim that's a super there for Carlo Hurling it's a super there for St Mullins and compliments to both teams Ferns were outstanding to a man but St Mullins weathered the storm in the end and deserving winners Crack,
7: yeah cracking match cracking contest entertaining
0: from the start both
7: teams gave it everything out there on the field left it all out there and that's all you can ask for and, and the run of the ball went with St. Bullens on the day and great performances for many of the players on both sides but uh, as you mentioned there Jack Kavanagh was you know getting better with age I think <laughs> <laughs> Jack he's, he's like a bottle uh, of wine isn't he unbel- <laughs> he was unbelievable unbelievable from start, but a, but a from great, very start but a great today, team though.
0: performance Morris
7: has a great job done with him brilliant yeah brilliant and, and uh, you know it's not easy after the break they had and yeah. uh, some challenge games and so on and his fairness, fairness there, were the same they were the same yeah they were the same and I suppose. The, I suppose the plus side is it worked for Buddy, Paddy Gunner last year, who it were all early champions, and they have the split season
0: as well in Waterford this year. You know. Okay, I'll come back to you in a minute on the bingo, Jim. A big day for Clonmore next week too, but this sets a yeah. precedent for the Carlow clubs anyway.
7: Oh, it does. Yeah, it's semi-final now for the lads and day out in croker or a double header yeah and Ballyhill
0: Shamrock's so there as well Ballyhill yeah brilliant and the yeah. other semi-final so, yeah, brilliant, so we, yeah. can, we can look forward to that Charlie Keegan brilliant, a man that hurled yeah. for Palatine yeah. and won county titles with them oh, oh, all belong yeah. to him from Gorge Bridge yeah. Charlie
3: a great day for St well, Mullins great day a wonderful performance really it was a great game I mean it was there until the final puck really but I think St Mullins just about deserved to win it physicality Physic? yeah I, I thought Jack Cavanaugh was really outstanding right through the game I thought, I, great, yeah. I thought he was man of the match even though he, uh, m- m- even though Marty scored I think 13 points. who
0: are you writing for Charlie the independent uh, no not in the independent uh, the son the son, yeah. son he'll be man of the match on the Sun anyway he will I hope so <laughs> okay <My laughs> man Charlie uh, Billy Byrne is here I get a quick word with Billy Billy said it would go to the wire it did go to the wire and Billy you know we just said here we'd have to compliment Ferns winning their first title in Wexford. the break probably didn't do the any good with much of a much but you said it at half time and the half back line of St. Mullins, a bit of physicality they really did well. And in fairness, the Ferns, when they had to get back into the game, they came but just fell short in the end, agonizingly. But uh, St. Mullins, a bit of experience won it out.
3: I think the bit of experience probably were slightly the better team on the day as well, I have to be honest. Ferns never really got into the type of hurling that they played in the championship, and that's due mainly to the way St. Mullins played it. You know, Ferns, you saw probably in the last 10-15 minutes when the game started to play a lot of ball out from the back, walked the ball up the field. They weren't doing that early, a lot of long ball, and you, you would have to say the half. Backline for St. Mullins, very, very strong on the high ball. If it came to a competition of who won the most balls in the air, you'd have to say St. Mullins won it by yards. Yeah, Morris and had that, a good job done with them, hadn't yeah, he? Very, very, very good job on it. And, you know, like when you have, the, I'd say that diamond shape about Michael Walsh, Marty Kavanagh the two meat feeders, Jack Kavanagh and Jack did really Kul, well. And cure brilliant goal yeah. in the second half of yeah. the And missed one that, in the that, first that, half? Yeah, as well. And you, your full backline played very well. Warren, the most stylish but the, the the really were determined won a lot of ball and I think the last minute probably showed why St Mullins deserved to win it they had to win that ball that was in the meet and they come out and with a lot it. of balls that hit the ground and you're resting for it St Mullins definitely come out with most of them and they deserve the victory and I think for the likes it's nice to see the likes of Marty Kavanagh going to Croke Park yeah. and you know getting these because we don't obviously Carroll teams in it, Croke Park but, which is but in, in, in fairness Carlo teams don't have a problem playing Wexford teams, no. and I think they've shown that in the last ten or fifteen. Yeah. years And I think you know? I
0: think back to the championship. You said it to me in Wexford a few years ago. While Wexford won, you know that their all-star team Dunbar, Lee, Chin, the boys were all playing against Marty and James and the boys. But
3: Carlo played all the hurling that night, but yeah. Wexford did the scoring. Did the scoring? And, and, and as I was saying, I have gone to good in the last number of years. I've gone to the Fitzgibbon Cupman, and you see where Carlo it have been in it. And yeah. it a lot of has to do with the likes of Marty. Yeah, Carlow players guys that have been Carlow players. but they're back to the wall, and and I, I know, and, and it's not pitch I Carlo Hurling is up there with the best. Yeah, and and yeah. like there's no and there's no point in saying it, it's not. We just haven't we haven't best. enough teams. You haven't enough team, but I think the teams are coming there. Oh, they're know, good, Four yeah. a couple of years ago, yeah. six now. Six now. One yeah. up the north. Like you know, them little pockets when they start to expand, bring hurling on, and you just I think you just have a and and bit of football playing as well that just Which, might yeah. end up in Crown Park. We could well. be dancing so at the crossroads, yeah, it could Billy. Be well, the very <laughs> best of looking deserved <laughs> the victory today, and delighted. It was a good game of hurling There was no mess, and got on heavy hits. Still go up and play the game. That's what it's all about. Well, well it's yeah. great to
0: see you and thanks yeah. for that. No matter. You might see in Croke. Thanks, Billy. It. Thanks. He's wishing St Mullins the best in Croke Park. Turns were on the way to Croke Park the 27. Shamrocks will play uh, against Nace on that day. And uh, whoever wins between Kilmacul Crokes and Cluck Balacala, St Mullins will play. Yeah. So it should be a cracker.
2: Yeah, looking forward to it. Like, you know, as I said, it's a while since we've been in Croke uh, It's a while since I've been in Croke Park. Like, you know, but I'm just saying, really looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, we wish St Mullins all the best. But Hurden was the winner today, Brennan. That certainly Hurdle was. the winner. Like, it, was it. Oh, it was a great match. Like, you know, it was an absolute Great match, like you know, and you have to have two good teams to have a cracking match. But you know, as I said, St. we were the better team on the day, and uh, you know, as I said, that uh, it's their will to win, it's their passion.
0: Yeah, and, 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 you know, and, and, and I think Jared Isle said it earlier on as well. Before I do hand back, you know, you can talk about the inter county stars and that, but you look to the fellas, okay, some of them had played John, his experience in the back, party uh, played all, but to a man like. Billy's just said it. The yeah. ball that had to win in the last minute yeah. was won by the way they played. And in fairness, that's that's a good yeah, sign of the, a hungry yeah, team
2: with a bit of passion. It was the, the, probably the youngest player to have Conor Cahill was the one to come out with that look with that ball, like you know. Paddy Ballin is another youngster, and you know the new kid on the block. But there for the last maybe eighteen months, but that's another champion with a great hand, a great hurdling brain, like you know. Those are young lads coming through. It's excellent. You
0: enjoy the turn. You uh, enjoy lesson, Park
2: Listen, looking forward to Park Park. like you know, absolutely They've they a
0: great chance of getting to a final.
2: Listen, why not? I'm just yeah. saying. No, they're. they're Good club, like they're a good, strong club, like and uh, they like to love their game, they love their game, they're enemies to us two or three hours every year, but yeah. apart from that, like they're great friends. A- and
0: on that note, before I do hand back, you know, you talk about Carlow and the rivalry in the clubs, and Rangers are right yeah. on top of St Mullins and all but now that they're out of Carla, you know, you put the rivalries behind this, has been an advertisement. And Billy Byrne, who's won all Ireland's with Wexford, has just said it that there's nothing wrong with Carlow hurling. And Ned Quinn said it to me today, Rangers won below in Nolan Park, I mean these fellas are good. The yeah. Ballyhale selectors uh, said it to me last year here when Rangers played against. Ballyhill that that was as good a team that they played all year so Billy is right there's nothing wrong with Carroll Hurling no, no, so they now have to believe let Morris take them to Croke Park and try and get themselves to a final
2: I brought from to a stake party in Melbourne last week same yeah, and we hurled the whole way up and hurled the whole way back, like you know. And it was great. We called into to Brian Wheelers did on you gave
0: the them a free trip. You did. <laughs> uh, Brendan,
2: <laughs> God is good. We're not that good. But anyway, no, no, that was a story. Like you know, but like they're passionate about their game. looking forward to this and looking forward to Crow Park. And I told him if they wanted to know the way to Crow Park, you'd bring them.
0: Okay. Well, listen. Thanks for today, Terry Willie you enjoy that?
5: Yeah, brilliant. As game. a Carol
0: man, you enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah,
5: very entertaining. I mean, we did say it was in Mullins' hand, and it looked like the ferns were back into. We'd have got them back within the point. But the big turning point, I suppose, Brendan, was the. A goal save that could have been. Kevin could have been back to one point, and I went up the other end. In fairness, uh, a free at the other end, Marty put it over to put out the five, and they needed those five because the next three or four scores were ferns. But very entertaining game. Two pure hurling teams and uh, evenly matched, and looking forward to the next, next day at St Mullins.
0: You'll probably want to carry the case for Casey at Croke Park, will you?
5: Yeah, I wouldn't mind carrying it, Brendan. <laughs> could, get, could get me in for nothing on the tail of <laughs> It'll be, be brilliant. We're after having some great outings this year, in fairness. Uh, and Clanmore next week. Keep, Cl- yeah, Clanmore, I think they're here next week Saturday against Castletown, yeah. isn't it? The mead, the mead champions so yeah. really looking forward to that as well, Brendan. And uh,
0: your, your good friend Eddie Scalley's team, Blacks and whites winning yesterday after extra time against Ringtown
5: Yeah, yeah, great, a great win too. You know, it seems to be going well as well. And, and, we uh, have
0: free tickets for the TS,
5: <laughs> <laughs> if we keep getting free tickets, we'll be out for the rest of the year, Brendan. But. Well,
0: well, listen, we, we can come to Croke Park with that day. Mickey Welch and all will be there. We'll make it a party, and we'll have it. We'll celebrate Christmas before that. But it's great. The Shamrocks are in Croke Park in a semi. The other side of the draw and St Mullins. Great advertisement for Carlow. will eat. The hurling was good.
5: Yeah, without without the Shamrocks had a big win today, 425 to 15 points, and you know they're going to be a great strong team going forward. But. St Mullins played great hurling you know stuck it out till the end and really deserved to w- their win today and looking forward to the, to the semi-final and I'm sure all there just look out at the crowds out in the field it's it's fantastic for uh, Carlo. great for St Mullins small
0: pick and before I did say before we do thanks for that Willie uh, Jim you just want to come in and mention the bingo we're on Wednesday night this week the Gaelic bingo went very well last week uh, the caller was okay but apart from that <laughs> you just want to encourage, encourage
7: the clubs to get involved and uh, get the books sold uh, ah yeah, yeah no doubt we're glad to have the caller we have and uh, and <laughs> No, yeah, just to keep it going now we we've Wednesday night, we changed it to Wednesday nights from now on, so um, get your books by 3 o'clock next Wednesday and away we go again, great nights entertained, entertainment I must say, and uh, very good for the clubs involved and for ourselves of course, you know, so lots of positives with winners stretching from London uh, Kerry Manhome from London Kerry, Waterford, yeah, Waterford Clare K- Kilkenny, Wicklow and Cavan hard, yeah. of course and someone uh, buying
0: a bingo book in Cavan unbelievable unbelievable
7: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a fair play to them anyway uh, they know how to uh, spend a, a night a winter's night anyway good value for money Wednesday night at 8 o'clock Wednesday Jim. night at 8 o'clock and yeah.
0: any club that wants to get involved from outside get in touch with the committee get in touch with the committee
7: is right yeah. we, we had uh, a false alarm then from North Carolina we as had well. <laughs> yeah so so the American chat that got excited would want to learn the game and I suppose like lots of newcomers through the game like myself but uh, you get in on it after a while like anything okay, but you bo- know great, great start for us and we're delighted and hopefully we'll keep it going now I think okay. it's a great, great fundra- fundraiser okay. for ourselves and the clubs
0: next Saturday there's teams at in are going to be involved in the club championship Clonmore your own club yeah, are involved here yeah. next week against Castletown of Mead it's 1 o'clock on Saturday we can look forward to that and on the 27th St Mullins are in Croke Park yeah doubleheader in Croke Park that day great with to
7: yeah, and, and Shamrox, yeah. And, and Nice with, with Tom Muladdy in yeah, charge Tom, as well. Yeah, so that's yeah. interesting one now. They had did, did a super win yesterday as well. Yeah. But uh, Mullen and Vat in the, in the football are yeah, going very well. Yeah. 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 So look, we're, we're looking forward. To, as you say, Chart shortens the winter for all of certainly us. certainly does. I think they'll have to cancel the, the FIFA World Cup the way things are going, uh, Jim. Uh, yeah I didn't even hear about it. <laughs> 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 Jim, thanks a this million. Stays,
0: thanks for now it. I can't go home without giving the final word to the man himself, Tommy Murphy. Tommy, a great day for Carlo Hurling. A Carlo Hurling match without Tommy Murphy is like... Rome without the Pope, as Pat Cody once said. It, great effort, Saint Mullins. Uh,
3: Brendan, it surely was. I suppose it was, we were on live commentary there for the for the Park TV, yeah. And I just hope that uh, all the people that were looking in, wherever they are, whatever country they are, ah, half watching you, Tommy. But apart from <laughs> that, but <well, laughs> well, in fairness to both Saint Mullins and Ferns, they served up a truly great Leinster Championship game. Cracker, Wonderful yeah. for Saint Mullins. They had the experience to hold on for the win and never panic. they have done the right things and even bringing in. Bringing in the big man himself, Seamus Murphy, there in the last minute. His big paw caught a big, a piercing paw. Could have got got a free. Could have got a free even that time. But Kevin Keoh in the goal made two vital saves, didn't he, Brendan? Well, it a wonderful did. hurling, wonderful hurling up and down the field there from two men. Great to see him in. I just got a, a quick one from uh, halftime. Not sure clock. Uh, I got that, brought, yeah. Clock to so seven, seven um, up, and yeah. And clock
0: by the collar down to fourteen men. Yeah, down to four. Tommy, 14 thanks men. a million. We'll be here next Thank Saturday. The final word before I hand back to Shane. Liam Spratt, East Radio, great friend of ours in Kessler Liam, that was a cracker, and full credit to Ferns as Wexford champions for the first time ever. They came here, could have done it, but St Mullins just. That little bit stronger and held on in the end with a lot of familiar faces that you know that hurled for Carlo and some of the, lost, the rest of the lads who don't really heard well.
1: Yeah, they were very good. They were very good actually, Brendan. Uh, you know, credit to them. Uh, Ferns uh, play that running game. We were just talking actually. The debate goes on about which are winning the ball in the air. We we're just talking about it there. Yeah, Billy mentioned uh, it to me. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, we don't. If you look at our forwards, at Connor Macdonald maybe in. A lead chain or two players that can win the ball. Owlett were beaten in the semi final yesterday, in My the quarter final, in the intermediate yesterday, and beaten by a very good Kelbaric team, near Barogue. But they were brilliant. And winning the ball in the air as well, Brendan. Yeah. So maybe it's something we've got to look at. Not really well today, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's the reason. And Mullen's really
0: done well
2: today. Yeah, but
1: I'm not saying that's the reason. I thought, particularly in the first half, Paddy O'Shea, Michael Walsh, and Jared Cody were brilliant. Yeah. The Ferns couldn't just get in behind them because they were good in the air, they were strong. And Jack Cavanagh for me, I know his brother will get all the plaudits with 12 frees Jack was outstanding. But Jack, for me, was the man of the match. It was today. for me, too. His work rate was exceptional.
0: Yeah, he was excellent. He was excellent. And Did... I think
1: they'll give any team, I oh, yeah, know yeah. they them, you know slouches, they're able to hold a Kilkenny man over them. Yeah. They know how the crowd out the ball, and they know how to win the ball when they come out. With and, those and a lot of them, players, Brendan.
0: And a lot of them have played in Croker, John Max, Christy Rings. You yeah. know, James Dialed, the boys, They've all plenty of experience. Paul Dialed, You know, Paddy Keogh. They've all plenty of experience.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think the experience of Core Park doesn't matter. To be honest, I, I think that they know what they're doing. The big they're pitch well of too, yeah. And they know what they're doing. They're very strong. Their goalkeeper never flinched. He quite the opportunities. He made one brilliant save. Uh, the two cornerbacks are excellent. Like it's a well-balanced team. And, and what's Im- important, all the scores didn't come from Marty. You know, they the, came from the, around yeah. the place, which is always a good sign. Right? Yeah,
0: young Connor got a great goal. He could have got one in the first half, he got one in the second. They did miss two good goal chances in the yeah, first I half. Yeah,
1: you could argue Ferns missed a couple as well. The Paul Morris suppose. got a great goal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ferns will be disappointed. There's no excuse. There was a little bit of a, maybe not an excuse or the wrong way of putting it, but there was a little bit of feedback that Owlard hadn't played for 13 weeks against... Uh, the Dublin champions Kilbarry guess yeah. in intermediate and of course Dainsford were beaten yesterday yeah, by so trim, that yeah. whole yeah. you know so I think personally it's great to see teams like Trim it's great to see teams like Nace it's great to see teams coming through because the game of hurling will only improve with other if, teams coming through teams come through Brendan yeah. in my opinion that's what I like to see Thanks, that's man. what I like to see
0: well Dean it's great to see yourself Jerry, and, and, and the legend himself Mr Byrne here in Carlow today Jerry wants to get in I here I have
5: to say one I oh, have to say I enjoyed your your emotion at the end of the game there when the last asked for for Saint <laughs> Monday's never says a word I shout another up now, but you showed your emotions <laughs> so fair play to you you're a Carlow man I'm proud to be <laughs>
1: Well, he's a great, he's a great he's colour, a, colour <laughs> man, you see. There, there is a debate as to whether he's really a carloman man or not. I'm a neutral, I It depends right? on who you're talking to in Carlo.
5: On me me too passionate, but I have to say, I know we lost here today Wexford last, but full credit to for showing emotion. <laughs> Fair play to yeah, you, Brendan, Right?
1: You get a chance to show Thanks, Jerry. Getting he's going to again, getting from
0: Park. He's going to retire from Wexford County Council, come back as a consultant on Big Money Hour, Jerry. Liam, yeah, yeah, good yeah. to see you.
1: And you, Thanks a million. And we- the best of luck to St Mullins in the semi-final. I'm delighted for
0: them. OK, and we're going to have to cure, uh, Mullen, uh, the St uh, Mullins, not the St Mullins, but the uh, Clonmore manager online in a few minutes time. Shane will be having a chat with him. Um, I'd like to thank all the lads for joining me today. It's a huge day for Carlow Hurling. They're on way to Croke Park to a semi-final. St Mullins have defeated Ferns St Aiden's here in the Leinster Championship quarter-final. The 27th of November will be a massive day for Casey Lord. Ballyhill, Shamrocks are in Croker as are St. Mullins of Carlow in the other semi-final, with the final coming the week after. From Netwatch, Cullen Park, and thanks to our sponsors down there in St. Mullins, Blanchfield's Country Pub, turn. Kelly, and analysis from me, Brendan Hennessy. Hope you've enjoyed the coverage, and we'll talk to you soon.
4: KCLR Live Sport, the AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship final. St. Mullins versus Fern St.
0: Aidan's, with thanks to Blanchfield's Country Pub St. Mullins, catering for private functions and Christmas parties, with tailored menus available to suit all. Find us online.